Well, they remember Neil Rogers in Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I heard. My good buddy Dick Purton. Yes, he came by. He just turned 100. Nice going, Dick. He just got elected to the Radio Hall of Fame. They just re-upped his contract for another 400 years. He's a legend. He used, to right. call. He, had, he used to have a um, place in Sanibel, a winter place in Sanibel Island. He used to call me on the air every now and then, years ago. He said he had a place. He was telling us he had a place actually in, well, maybe it was Sanibel. He said Marco Island. Well, but same crap. Same man. deal. Yep. That's where all the goyim go. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's not bad here weather-wise yet. No, it was, uh, uh, let's see, 48 here yesterday. We had yeah. the warmest January in history in Toronto. Yep. It was in the low 40s here. Yep. Told you. And it's going to be uh, above, uh, it's going to be pretty decent all the rest of the week. They're calling for snow flurries, but so what? Snow flurries. Yeah. Flurries. That's the operative word, flurry, like Theo Flurry. How about those uh, Panthers? Thank you very much to the organization for letting the Leafs break their losing streak last night. Thank you so much. We needed that bad. (laughs) Oh, it's been getting desperate here. Every time they have a chance to get close to that eighth spot, they lose. Yeah, they always. Well, what did I tell you? They got no character, man. They got like, gagging and choking and uh, puking. You can just hear those sounds. When the game started last night, it looked to me like there were about 15 people in there, but then they uh, they came in late. Whoever came up with the idea of starting those games at seven ought to be shot. Oh, speaking of ought to be shot, your friend Greg Kotex has got that finals poll going in the Herald today, on his blog. Yeah. And gave them a nice head start, so we'll we'll take care of that. Oh, the thing that runs today? You'd li- you would have liked my pool yesterday. What was it? Very simple. Who is the biggest a-hole in oh, the I top heard, of print media? Dan LeBastard, Greg Kotex. Then we also added who are they, which we had 167 said, who the hell are they? That was pretty <laughs> good. But Danny Boy beat your buddy Greg by a 3-1, 613-241. Just beat the pants off him. Well, he's more visible. And the other good news is we got uh, the sales managers departed. Your close personal friend, Curtis Raymond Burr, he's gone. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. See? Oh, him? We won't, we mean we won't see him no more? Won't see him no more. Did they replace him with somebody? I guess uh, I guess Joe is bringing in some hotshot sales guy, a uh, friend of his, who's uh, supposed to be really like a salesperson that, you know, talks to people. Wow. Yeah. So I was just telling our... Uh, Bald-headed buddy Troy Stratford, things are going to change real fast around there. Oh, Every I day I kind of like so. waffle on this because I think they're going to change. And then, well, maybe not. And then people start rolling out the door. That That's usually a pretty good sign there are going to be some changes. Troy! Yeah, heads, heads start rolling. Yeah. That's, uh, wow. I leave and all, all hell breaks loose. That's it, yeah. See, it used to be me, but I'm not never there uh, anymore anyway, so it didn't make any difference. Yeah. But I would be, every time I went on vacation, there was some crap happened, you know. Like that one time I was on at the airport, and uh, that was when Paxson decided to pay me off for seven months. Uh-huh. And I said, All right. Yeah, that was my response. <laughs> Stayed in Rome an extra week or two. It's a way to do it. Yeah. Well, we're up here in uh, beautiful downtown Detroit. We're going mm. over to the uh, media day festivities over at the stadium, trying to get yeah. some interviews for tomorrow. I know it's 10 o'clock in the morning, but it's probably pretty dark there in Detroit right now, I would imagine. Uh, so who are you picking uh, in the game this Sunday? In the well, Super I have Bowl? Pittsburgh at 25-1. to 1. Really? So I'm sticking with it. Well, with, I would think no, so, yeah. With no points. Wow. How much are they favored? They're favored by four and a half right by now. By four and a half, and you've got an even Steven. Boy. Yeah. So I kiss, I kiss that say, ticket. I'm taking the other side for part of it. I would kiss that ticket. Just like Bubba used to say, kiss it. Yeah, I would. That's twenty-five to one. Yep. Money in the bank, I think. 
So I was reading all about uh, – did you read uh, Bush's jokes from, from his uh, – I guess they had some kind of function in Washington this weekend, and he was doing a bunch of one-liners? No. About him and Rumsfeld going to see that, that movie, uh, Breakstone, whatever it is. Bareback Cowboy? Yeah. You fairy! Yeah. That thing. So he's making, uh, I would say, somewhat homophobic jokes in public. Well, that's kind of unusual. Yeah. I mean, look at who he's pandering to. Just like his jokes about, he's still doing the thing about, no weapons over here, no weapons over there, he's still doing that stuff. So. Yeah. Everything's a big joke. And when you're sending other people to get killed and maimed and wounded, uh, you know, it's all a big joke. Even Christiane Amanpour, you know who that bitch is from CNN, sure. which I can't stand them. Even now, she's like throwing up her arms in the air, which ought to smell really bad. And she says, uh, the war is a disaster. Iraq is a disaster. What they've made there is a disaster. The troops, the, the media now, with the thing that happened with the Bob Woodruff and the Canadian photographer from ABC, and all this other stuff, uh, it's just it's a nightmare. I just mentioned that in passing. Well, it's so while, just, uh, while your president's making all these jokes. And, and of course, they're going to, like, coronate Alito today just in time for the State of the Union address tonight. I mean, all that good timing. Big deal. Well, I'm here with the Beast, and uh, we're out How here. many pounds has the Beast lost, by the way, on Balance for Life, since i got to tell the public about that? It would be nice to right here. Uh, last check, it was about nine. But nine I, pounds. I'm not, not getting my sack this, uh, this week in Detroit. Nine. I see. Well, you're going to get sacked better. off this account if you don't cut the crap, because it's just another excuse, you know. Food is much better, by the way, this time around. Yeah, good. Too bad you didn't uh, think about getting the sack with you there. Uh, what, are they going to FedEx it up here? That would have been a good idea. All right. Send the beast a sack. Call Troy, see if we can work on that. Or better yet, we could have just had you stay in Florida and uh, could send somebody else up there. Wouldn't have been uh, pigging out. Please. Because with you, you're with Hank, you're going to be pigging out uh, all no, week long. We don't see each other. No. Well, when we're out and about, we don't see each other. I'm sure that Hank's happy about that. He's staying 30 miles away. <laughs> I'm staying in Livonia, 30 miles away. Livonia, you can go to DRC if it was still there. You can go to Wolverine Harness Raceway if it was still there. Schoolcraft huh? and Middle Belt. Huh? Oh, now you're going to bring back. I'll tell you, a great buffet. It's not there anymore, so you don't have to worry about eating at Skipper's Table. Boy, Livonia, that was my old stomping grounds when uh, Wolverine was there. That was DRC. Hank remembers DRC, I'm sure. No? Detroit Detroit race course. course. Right. They used to have the uh, trotters and the runners. In fact, yeah. once upon a time, that was very big at a lot of places. I mean, that like the Meadowlands. Big... Meadowlands still does it. That was a big track for speed. Well, all yeah. the front runners run there, won there. Right. But... And then, of course, they tried a couple more times, and it just uh, failed badly. In fact, uh, racing in Michigan's in big, big trouble all the way around anyway. I mean... Harness racing. Big trouble. Somebody told me yesterday that the, that the city is spending a billion dollars to host the Super Bowl. The really? busted. I mean, it has no mm -hmm. money. And they spent a million dollars to bring this thing here. Yeah. Well, let me ask you, can you imagine any other reason anybody would go to Detroit? No. No. I sure as hell wouldn't. In fact, there are stories that people aren't, even with the game, uh, that they're going to go to... Las Vegas is overbooked. Uh, all the celebrity parties. <laughs> sure. All all the celebrity parties are going to be out there. In fact, so. I've been invited to watch the game on the big screens at uh, Fallsview, but I was just there this past weekend. But got a special. I got an invitation to go watch at Woodbine. Well, they sure. I'll tell you, when you plunge your guts out, they sure like you like crazy. They invite you to do all kinds of stuff. Yep. Send so you give sure. these free free meals and banquets for you know free for a couple thousand, but as long as you keep plunging your guts. All right, well, that's uh, startling news about the uh, sales manager. Yep. 
Bye-bye, Curtis, baby. Don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. That's one I called. you got to admit that. Well, good for you. Well, you, well, you were onto him before I was because you met him. Yep. You called him Stiffy. I think that's what, that's what sealed his fate. You turned on him like a rat, and deservedly so, by the way. Well. And then Mad Dog, speaking of turning, he says, uh, whoever's going to do two to six has to be somebody that Neil likes. That, boy, that really, when I heard that yesterday, it kind of like uh, rubbed me the, the wrong way. What do you this mean? Business. Why well, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you why. Because uh, the first of all, this business that I doy doyed somebody out of the building, which he oh. doy doyed himself out of existence everywhere he's ever been. That's number one. Oh. And number two, here this this may come as a great shock to a lot of people. People will listen to whatever they like, not what I like or you like. They'll listen to whatever they like. Man, do I like that? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well said. Well. Well, be sure to give uh, my good buddy Dick Purton a big kiss on the lips for me. He's a great guy and a very a great talent. He's one of the few really tremendous talents in this business. I'll have Beast do that. <laughs> well, give him a kiss on the lips? Yeah. Well, how did you happen to see him? Where did you run into him? He came to us. Really? Yeah. We have a sign here. They sent us with a... You know something? With our station, you know, it, it's all about choices, Neil. We have a sign, but we don't have a pair of headsets that work. Other than oh, that, we're in good Well, shape. now, you better get your priorities right, mister. Yeah, but the sign's here. That's the important thing. That's the important thing. Now you got it. So what did he say? He came over and said what? I'm Dick Purton. He came uh, over and uh, himself and said that he's an old friend of yours. And right. That uh, he, you know, had gotten to be friends with you when he would come to Florida and told us about how you were from here or had spent time here gone and uh, had originally worked here. And I felt like I was spending time, I'll tell you that. You are doing time. Yeah, right, that's what I mean. Two years I lived in Detroit. Well, I lived in Southfield, actually. That's uh, pretty safe. Yeah. Well, we're okay. We're, we're well secured here. Good, that's good. Don't, don't go outside too much. No. Do not, not go to, um, well, I'm not going to tell you where not to go. Just don't go, don't go in. I'm going to Greektown tonight. <laughs> are you? Yeah. Where the hell is that? Uh, about a two-minute tram ride from here. Okay. It's oh, that's uh, good. Stay on the tram. Yeah. And then uh, I can look outside stay, my window. Stay on the tram and keep track of where you aim. <laughs> and I can see the uh, the Windsor <laughs> yeah. Casino from my room. Well, there you go. Why don't you get over there, for Christ's sake? Well, Hop in a limo and, and go over Greek, there. Greek Take Town's the beast over there. He can plunge his guts out on oh. Wheel of Fortune. No, I'm going to the Greek Town Casino. Oh, I see. And what about the beast? You're not going to uh, do a little plunging out there? I, I definitely am. Tonight I'm going to a concert in Pontiac, though. Yeah. Neil has probably heard of the group you're going no, to see. No, he has not. What group is that? I don't know who uh, it is. Some guy from Lincoln Park. Uh, yeah, like I haven't heard of Lincoln Park? I got news for it. I heard of Lincoln Park long before you ever did because I was watching the videos in, in Europe. Way, like a light year ahead of you. But nevertheless, what do I know, a doddering old man like me? Well, listen, good luck to you guys and uh, stay safe. Thanks. See you tomorrow. Stay out of sight. We'll talk tomorrow. And don't forget, you got that banner. <laughs> See ya. See ya. For big time sports talk, he's the mad dog, Jim Mandich. I wonder if any of those writers that were calling or talk show hosts that were calling from around the country feel stupid having compared the Indianapolis Colts to a perfect season point. Honestly. I mean, all that stuff, oh, the Dolphins had a weak schedule, and uh, things just broke right, this, that, and the other happy horse manure. Well, I wonder what they're saying and thinking right now, or, or do you not hear from them again until the next team runs out 12 and 0? Jim Mandish, your sports authority, weekdays from 4 to 7 on Sports Radio 560. QAM. It's day! Oh!
Miami town. Absolutely. At 560 WQAM. I'm dying over here. I was sleeping in the park. Just trying to take a snooze. I got pummeled in the dark. It left me black and blue. I'm hurt so bad. I'm coughing up blood. Why was I beaten by teenagers with clubs? Don't know why this happened. I took close to the head. They took off. They were laughing. They left me here for dead. I've got to ask, were they high on drugs? Why was I beaten by teenagers with clubs? I'm lying here, can't hardly move. They took those baseball bats and swung them like Babe Ruth. like to ask the parents why. They raise their kids this way. Lots and lots of prison time will be the price they pay. Put them in jail with all those other thugs. Why was I beaten by teenagers with clubs? Why was I beaten by teenagers with clubs? Why was I beaten by Did you, by the way, see the uh, confrontation they put on the news about a hundred times? Was it in Jersey, I believe, with that uh, child molesting priest and the people in the neighborhood who were like... No, I missed around. it. You didn't see that? No. Crazy bastard. With uh, big uh, Elton John glasses, this priest, and he gets up into one guy's face. Uh, you're a liar. You're a liar. And, like, and, and, of course, he's surrounded by all these people who either were molested or their kids were by this uh, pedophile priest, nevertheless. I just thought of that because I see this thing that somebody faxed in about another uh, pastor in St. Lucie. Yes. We'll get into that. Coretta King is dead. I forgot to mention that to the Humper. I guess he knows that. Especially in Detroit, he would know that. Probably a big uh, hubbub about there, I would think, wouldn't you? A hullabaloo? A big hullabaloo. And, of course, uh, the fact that Curtis Raymond Burr, our sales manager, is exiting. All we can say to that is good luck to you, Curtis, and oh! bye-bye. As John McLaughlin would say, bye-bye. Oh, boy. There's good news tonight, as Gabriel Heater would have said about 400 years ago. Remember Gabriel Heater? No. Nope. Oh, yeah, you do. In a previous life, you used to listen religiously. There's good news tonight. See, it's a good thing to be an old fart. That means you don't have to be around too much longer for all the crap that's going on. That's true. Twelve minutes after 10 at 560 WQM. Happy uh, Tuesday to you. Is it Tuesday? I think last time I checked. Yeah, the uh, gang there, Hank and the Beast, they're in Detroit. No headphones, but... They got a nice little banner there that says QM, and if they wouldn't have had the banner, Dick Purton wouldn't have had any idea who the hell they were and wouldn't have come over and said, hey, say hi to that fat slob in Florida, my good buddy Neil. That, that's a nice gesture. He's a good guy. Not just a great talent, but also a good guy, not, not a pompous ass like so many of the people in this business. Anyway, Greg Kotex has that thing going up on the Herald there if you want to vote for your favorite sports talk person or your least favorite or your favorite sports station, WQAM or 7 of the Ticket, whichever one you like. <laughs> what? I said them both. 
WQAM or 790 the ticket. Whichever station you prefer. Hey, Balance for Life has done it again and just in time for Valentine's Day. Pamper your significant other and yourself, of course, with gourmet meals and snacks delivered right to your door for less than 20 bucks a day. And you just heard the beast has lost nine pounds. And boy, if a big fat slob like him can do it, he said the food is better than ever, and I believe him. This is called the double deal from Balance for Life, and if you sign up now, Balance for Life will give you the book, What to Eat in the Zone, The Secrets of the Zone Diet, with recipes and helpful hints. Now you and your spouse, friend, or co-worker can both share the benefits and convenience of the Zone Diet. You'll both get your choice of two meals and a total of two snacks, two bottles of water, and two utensil packs. Now that's a double deal. And delivery is included, of course. They deliver it right to your dough every day. Besides enjoying the weight loss and health benefits of Balance for Life, you can really enjoy the convenience, too. If you know you're going out for dinner, you can choose just to eat breakfast and lunch. You can choose to eat your two meals per day anytime you want. And don't forget, Balance for Life is the only service that actually lets you choose your meals. They send you a menu every week. You fill out your choices for every meal and snack, and that's exactly what you get in your black sack. Grab a friend right now and call to get signed up and start receiving meals and get the book What to Eat in the Zone from Balance for Life. Call them today toll-free and start losing that disgusting, unhealthy, grotesque-looking fat. 1-866-225-4543. That's 866-225-4543 or on the Wicked Web, balanceforlife.com. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Yeah. Uh, 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 no! Neil Rogers. WQAM. So anyhow, we got. I notice we're closing the gap already in that the Greg Kotex poll. That's the most important one of all. All right. Isn't that mighty important? I oh, yeah, it yeah. over and over because they gave him a running start over there. And of course, Hank being out of town again. You know, nothing worse than a guy that's doing a show from out of town all the time. I'm telling you. 
Because then you're always out of touch. There's no doubt. No, but I'm sure that nobody bothered to tell him. I mean, if he didn't even know about Curtis getting canned, I mean, resigning as our sales manager, then he certainly didn't know about the uh, Greg Kotex big runoff poll there in the Herald all this week. The big, uh, who's going to get the purple star and the gold jelly bean, or is it the other way around? I can never get that right. Bring Jerry Wichner's hairpiece back. That's something Jerry Wichner has been dead a long time now, isn't he? Has he? He was about 110 at W. Snooze. Hi, Jerry. It's Chubby checking in. Oh, those were the days, baby. Mm. W. Snooze. There are a lot of people taking the old dirt nap now, you know. The more you think about that, it's getting really... Of course, you've got uh, your issues, too. you got your brother and your fat friend and... Right. Several well, of them. Uh, really? Several fat friends. Uh, how about right. Fat Rich? Right. A lot of people ain't... Oh, look, at here's the new copy for Drakai. Is that Troy doing it or what, man? Is he the best? There is no question about it. He is a real... Pain in the ass. And you know the good news? You know why I sound like I'm in such a much better mood today? Why are you? You haven't even thought about it. No. Guess who didn't come in and bug me this morning? No, I know. Clarence. Uh-huh. Your boyfriend there, your buddy. Clarence, your bunk club buddy. Personal yeah. friend, right. And now that we know that Duff is the one that gave uh, my email address to Fat Boy, although it was not done out of a malignant, you know, desire to do anything uh, evil, or just uh, out of uh, thoughtlessness and stupidity. Guess who got eight Oscar nominations? I'll give you a guess. Gay. Yeah, Brokeback Mountain. Oh. The Cowboy Love Story, Brokeback Mountain, led the Academy Award fields today with eight nominations among the Best Picture and honors for actor Heath Ledger and director Ang Lee. Ang Lee. Ang. I always say Ang, and you say Ang. How about Tomato? Heath Ledger. What's wrong with Jake Gyllenhaal? Is he like, I know that uh, Josh preferred his performance by far. By the way. Yes, he's not a, there yet? acquired a copy of that movie. Is he there yet? Josh, yeah, he's right there. Oh, I'm here. Well, I understand you had some uh, traffic difficulties in 95. He wasn't the only one. Uh, I didn't have it. Uh, whoever uh, The guy that died. Yeah, Fatality. Yeah, somebody that. died in 95? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Investigation, really? man. Four wow. lanes closed. He died? I guess. Yes, he did. So, well, what were you just saying about uh, saying, J.K. I, uh, Hall and Donnie uh, Darko? By the way, he dies in the end. His dream comes true. And All right, will you stop it, please? No, I will not. Will not stop it. i got more important movies for him to see than Donnie's Stinking Darko. It's an excellent movie. You're right about that. It's very, very good. Uh, what, what difference does it make? Everybody dies eventually anyway, right? And at least you have closure, which you always like. You don't like bad yeah. endings that leave you like hanging yeah. with loose, the, loose the, ends. I recommended the movie to him, and like you didn't tell me what happened in he Magnolia. He always does this. He always does that. So why, why are you acting surprised? You ruin movies for people. I never do you that. Light. I you have light in doing. I mean, that's not going to ruin the no. movie more, but it, you know, just he likes takes, it. It takes the edge off. Neil walks down the beach and kicks the little kid's sandcastle. It takes the edge off. Looks for something also nominated for Best Picture were the Truman Capote story, Capote, the ensemble drama Crash, which everybody... And we get a lot of people called and said, boy, that's really great. I just got a copy of that yesterday, too. By the way, you interrupted me. I was going to offer you something. Yeah. I got a copy, somehow, magically. Mm-hmm. A legal copy? An illegal copy of Brokeback Mountain yesterday. Yeah. And if you would like, I'll burn you and send you out. I'll watch it. Right. I mean, I'm sure as hell wouldn't go out and buy it. I'm going to watch it for free. Right. I'm really bored, tier, uh, tearless. Schmidtless. The wife and daughter are going to watch it while I, I watch Crash, and I, I watch you that, too. So send these along. I mean, I'm, and, and those are for free. I'm sure you got those. Oh, without a doubt. Well, there you go. As opposed to these that I'm sending you from Amazon.com. That's right. And I'm paying the big bucks for, like the six and a half bucks I spent for that, whatever that was. Well, I am spending the money on the blank DVDs that I copy them. Also nominated for Best Picture were Truman Capote's story, the ensemble drama Crash, the Edward R. Murrow chronicle Good Night and Good Luck, and the assassination thriller Munich which uh, most people with a brain say it's a really piece of crap, and uh, why did Steven Spielberg give the Nazis all this good propaganda? I'll watch well, it for free. I'm not going to apologize for the, assassin, uh, the assassins. I don't, I don't get it. I didn't see it, but I've heard a lot of really Reserving bad 
thinks about it, in addition to which Steven Spurlberg, Spurlberg can uh, spurl it. The Johnny Cash biography of Walk the Line, considered to be likely Best Picture nominee, was shut out, though Joaquin Phoenix and Reese Witherspoon earned acting nominations. I guess people want to know about these. I have no idea why, because it's just another one of these stupid award shows. Oh, aren't we great, man? You were great in that, and I was great in this. And that was really sensational in that. Three films were tied with six nominations each. Crash, Good Night and Good Luck, and Memoirs of a Geisha. Though Geisha was shut out in the top two categories. Munich, which had fallen off many awards, analyst best picture picks after a lukewarm reception, scored well with five nominations, including director for Steven Spielberg. That's just a Spielberg thing. See, they all got their head up his ass. King Kong, directed by Lord of the Rings creator Peter Jackson, earned only technical nominations, losing out in all the major categories. George Clooney picked up three nominations as supporting actor for his role as a steadfast CIA undercover agent in Syriana. I'll get back to you, Syriana. And best director and, uh, and co-writer for Good Night. I guess Good Night and Good Luck is uh, probably out on DVD now, wouldn't you think? I would imagine. I'll start. I'm going to go get it today. I mean, it's not one of those that I would have gone to the theater to see, or I, I'm right. going to wait till it's on. I want to see it, but... Because having uh, known Edward R. Murrow, who was uh, the epitome of, uh, <laughs> he actually did say that. Hey, listen, even a guy like him made a mistake. He's reading the, you know, he's reading the uh, scroll on there, and he said uh, he is the epitome of whatever. Very bad, very embarrassing, especially while he's puffing away on them damn cancer sticks. It was the first time ever that a contender was honored with acting and directing nominations for two different movies for George Clooney. Son of Betty Clooney. Come on in my house, my house. Come on, remember Betty Clooney? Of course not. She's no. dead. Come on, sure. No, I'm, I'm sorry. Did I say Betty Clooney? Rosemary Clooney, excuse me. Now, wait a minute. Was he the son of Betty Clooney or Rosemary Clooney? Rosie. That's going to be. Rosemary Clooney. Come on in my house. Betty Clooney was her sister. And I think she was once married to Jose Ferrer, Rosemary Clooney, if I'm not mistaken. He had a nose for the good stuff. Along with Best Actor contender Ledger and directing nominee Lee, Brokeback Mountain scored nominations for Michelle Williams as supporting actress, and you love her. Yes, I do, a lot. Jake Gyllenhaal is supporting actor, and Josh loves him. And Larry Mc... He's in uh, uh, Donnie Darko, where he dies in the end. And Larry McMurtry and Diana Osana for their screenplay adaption of Anne Proulx's Proulx, short story. Whatever. By the way, you know, Heath and Michelle are getting it on. They're getting together. They're well, I'd like to see... I, no, he doesn't... Uh, he's boring. The acting categories were a mix of familiar Oscar faces, such as past winners Judy Dench, rhymes with stench, and Charlize Theron, who we love a lot. Veterans like Clooney Witherspoon, Rachel Weisz from that awful, awful, oh, horrible movie, David Aaron, and Felicity Huffman. And young performers such as Williams and Amy Adams. Philip Seymour Hoffman, the best actor, favor his remarkable embodiment of Capote, joined Ledger in the best actor category. But a beep, but a boop, but a boop. There you go. So there's your Academy Award nominations. And hey, aren't we great? Didn't we do a fabulous job? And let's all get all dressed up and dolled up and see who looks really the sloppiest and crappiest and who looks the best and all this other garbage. The award shows just leave me limp. All of these things. But you will watch the Oscars, won't you? No. No. Not for a second. No. Okay, I keep trying to get to my stuff, but I will eventually. I want the audience to get really involved there with that Greg Kotex. Go to the Miami Herald website <laughs> on the front page there and go about three-quarters of the way down where it says blogs. And right under Dave Barry's blogs, which I can't believe that Dave Barry's still alive. Greg Kotex, uh, ramblings of a, a stupid mind or something like that. And right there's a big, man, he really built this one up. The finals, 790 against 560, against QAM, yeah. Very affair and very, you know, give them a good running start. But I think we're going to kick their ass eventually. And it's, and it's very important to us, by the way. Oh, here's more polls from Sean. Thank you, Sean. Oh! You demand, Sean. And I'm not doing that crap about we're, we're leaving this one on here today. We can add some more onto it. I'm getting back into that rotation. I'm getting way ahead of myself. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not a good idea. 
28 past 10, I'll tell you what is a good idea, to go out and get you a fantastic meal this weekend. Whether you live near downtown Fort Lauderdale or not, I want to tell you about a restaurant that's worth a drive from anywhere in South Florida, Terra Steak and Lobster House, which recently opened their second location on the 17th Street Causeway in prestigious Fort Lauderdale. You can find Terra, and there really is a Terra. She's there every night greeting guests at her new 200-seat restaurant and lounge, proudly bringing East Coast residents the same unique Terra dining experience, which earned her... Marco Island Restaurant, near perfect uh, marks in Zagat Survey and a Wine Spectator Award of Excellence Wine List, now boasting over 380 selections from the world's greatest wine regions. The main attraction at Terra Steak and Lobster House is just as the name would suggest to you, steak and lobster, but they also do a fine job with everything on the menu, from their cognac-infused lobster bisque to mom's classic crab cakes to their selection of fresh seafood and chops. Regarded by many as the Peter Lugers of the South after the legendary steakhouse in New York, Terra Steak and Lobster House incorporates family recipes to complete the menu. Sauces and dressing are made fresh in-house every day. Meticulously hand-selected dry-aged short loins in accordance with the proprietary method are used to uh, prepare their signature porterhouse for one, two, three, or four, served cut away from the bone on a sizzling platter. Are, you, are they bringing you food, I would hope? Uh, I hope. One of these days. I sure hope so. Like that porterhouse for ten. Sweet and tender is the only way to describe the lobster collection at Terra's, which are maintained with tender, loving care in spacious tanks fed by a bio-wheel. Three to six pound made lobsters prepared steamed, broiled on request, or stuffed with lump crab meat. Also available as a complement to any of the steak selections for the ultimate surf and turf. Don't miss Terra's happy hour every Monday through Friday with two-for-one specialty drinks or their complimentary wine tasting every Thursday from 5.30 to 7.30 when you stay for dinner. Terra Steak and Lobster House is a sensational place that you're really going to enjoy. They're at 1430 Southeast 17th Street Causeway in Fort Lauderdale. Call them toll-free from anywhere in Florida at 866-TERRA-444. That's 866-TARA-444 or visit their website, terrasteakandlobsterhouse.com. And don't forget, when the subject is great steak, you'll be hearing about Terra Steakhouse. It is out of this world. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Once in a generation, a movie comes along that changes the way we look and think about film. Brokeback Mountain is that film. Here's what people in New York City are saying about Brokeback Mountain. Brokeback Mountain, I love that movie. It's one of my favorites. Literally, I cried the entire time. And Heath Ledger's performance, it was amazing. I love that movie. Here's what people in Arkansas are saying about Brokeback Mountain. I mean, you see that flick? I mean, I don't know. I saw two guys and then the two guys... Unfortunately, his head just exploded. Here's what people in Los Angeles are saying about Brokeback Mountain. Oh, my God, it breaks my heart. Just beautiful love story. I mean, really. How could you ask for anything more? Just gorgeous. Fabulous. Fantastic. Here's what people in Utah are saying about Brokeback Mountain. I thought I was going to see a cowboy movie. And then all of a sudden, in a pup tent, they just went... Unfortunately, his head just exploded. This winter, one movie is breaking box office records and connecting with the heart and soul of America. Brokeback Mountain has won virtually every major critics group award for best picture. Here's what people in San Francisco are saying about Brokeback Mountain. It's magic. Pure and simple magic. I felt this movie in my soul, my heart. Here's what people in Alabama are saying about Brokeback Mountain. My God, there's a couple of gay guys in Unfortunately, his head just exploded. Brokeback Mountain. Not for everyone, especially if you live in a square state. Mm. I'm just looking to see if I can get I can't get on the Herald website all of a sudden. There must be some activity on there, like a lot. Can you? Oh, there it goes, finally. Very slow. 
Everything else is popping up real fast-like, just like that. Okay, Greg Kotex, random evidence of a uh, cluttered mind. Vote, QAM versus 790 the ticket. There's a lot of pressure on this today. Don't you feel it? I feel something. Which of the two big big two stations do you prefer for sports radio, asked Greg. And they gave them a nice running start because they must have been pumping it this morning, although there sure wasn't a lot of votes on there. And look at what just happened there. Holy moly, rat man. I voted. And by the way. Yes, something. Why? Yeah, by the way, something. Why, yeah. Why doesn't ours say sports radio 560 WQAM? It just says I noticed it says 790 the ticket, but that's because Greg uh, is uh, on the payroll over there. That's because he's uh, got his head up uh, Dan LeBaster's ass. Why don't we get our tag on there? Yeah, that's right. Sports Radio 560 WQAM with that obnoxious Neil Rogers show in the middle, which isn't a sports show. How come it doesn't say all of that? Right. Because it's it's a rig pool, and, uh, you know, he and his buddy got over together over there. Oh, let, let's get ourselves a lot of publicity. You know, there was a really, in, of all the idiotic... Uh, Comments on the, his blog there, all them stupid comments, mostly from Eddie, a.k.a. Steve. What's his blah, name? Blah, blah, blah. Steve McGowan. Steve McGowan. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, there was one uh, comment that claimed there was somebody from an ad agency, and it said, we all know that 790 has got no audience anyway, and any agency is going to buy QAM because we know they got the numbers, and you've got nothing. So you can take all these phony contrived polls you want. Nobody's buying your crap. Huh. In fact, we just hired one of their salespeople. Yes, we did. What was her name? Beth, very nice person. And she's already got an account. She's already sold something on this station. How do you like that, Stu Gotts? Which of the two big stations do you prefer? QAM 143, 790 the ticket, 83. And they were like uh, about 50 ahead of us, or 30 anyway. How many? About 30, man. When I first checked it this morning, and that's because they had the head start. And they need the head start. Now, should we go into the individual categories? Might as well. Might as well go with it, right? Do it. Let's go with it. Now. Okay, who is your favorite South Florida sports radio personality? And, of course, these are the finals now. This is the runoff. And, of course, in our case, it's almost everybody had on the first one because he only listed four people from our station in the first place. Jackass. Let's see. I'm going to vote for uh, Mad Dog because I think he's going to be the winner. And everybody likes the winner, right? Right. Who's your favorite South Florida? Look at that. Mandit 67, Joe Rose 47. The thing, well, think about that. Once upon a time, not that long ago, we had them both. And then uh, what Dan LeBaster, I beg your pardon? And then what happened? Greg screwed up, as usual. By the way, Greg, I'm hearing a lot of reports about you running around handing out ratings books and running around to your dungarees like, uh, you know, I guess you got to have something to do. And Joe Bell says, stay out of his way. Dan LeBaster, 31, and Hank Goldberg, 28. The Humper knocked off to a great start. See, he could have he pumped that up this morning, but he didn't know about this. Maybe tomorrow he can pump it. Who is your least favorite South Florida sports radio personality? Well, the Humper, I believe, is doing very well on that one. Uh, let me just vote for Sid Rosenberg, who definitely will walk out very soon. Uh, least favorite. Dan LeBaster, uh, the Humper 52, Le oh, LeBaster just went on top, 54, LeBaster's on top of Hank. Well, that must be uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, That's Ted Kennedy. I'd say it'd be very comfortable. This country, it's not going to be Judge Alito. Edward? Oh, man, just, just going to Ape Schmidt there. Edward was from yesterday. Chowder. Thank God for him, with or without uh, Mary Jo Kopechny. Who needed that bitch anyway? Right. Dan LeBaster, 54, Hank Goldberg, 52, Sid Rosenberg, 38. Awful high number for a guy nobody ever heard of. And Orlando Elzegary, only 19. How do you like that? He is really rock solid. He the man. So I guess that's it huh? for right now. Most favorite, least favorite. And we're just kicking their ass now. And we'll continue to. We'll have like 50,000 votes. How do you like that, Dan LeBaster? And Greg Kotex, his boy. Same guy, by the way. He just take he just puts on the glasses and starts singing, and then Dan LeBaster becomes Greg Kotex. Did you know that? I did not know that. Same guy. It's a cost-cutting move at the Herald. I got like it's a two for deal. Writes two columns under two different names, but the same jackass. 
Coretta Scott King, who turned a life shattered by her husband's assassination into one devoted to enshrining his legacy of human rights and equality, has died. She was 78. Young, who was a former civil rights activist and was close to the King family, uh, Andrew Young, told NBC, broke the news during a phone call he made to the Today Show. I was not expecting it. She's been ill for the past few months. My first reaction was she was ready to cross on over, he said. She was ready to cross on over. Isn't that, isn't that a great line? To the other side. No comment. Asked how he found out about her death, Young said, I understand she was asleep last night. Her daughter tried to wake her up, and uh, she didn't wake up because she was dead. Uh, she suffered a serious stroke and heart attack in 2005, which is probably not a good idea if you want to stay alive. She was a supportive lieutenant to her husband, the Reverend Martin Luther King Jr., during the most tumultuous days of the American Civil Rights Movement. She had married him in 53. After her husband's assassination in Memphis on April 4, 68, she kept his dream alive while also raising the four children. And uh, She goaded and pulled for more than a decade to have her husband's birthday observed as a national holiday and then watched with pride in 83 as President Reagan signed the bill into law, the first federal holiday celebrated in 86. In fact, didn't I take that day off this year? Yes, I did. Yes, you Thank did. you very much, Coretta. Of you. Thank you for the day off, although I think I lost my ass at Woodbine that day. So, like I said, well, she was ready to cross over to the other side. You heartless and sensitive. Okay, Armadillo Cafe, I thought reopened, didn't they? Or are they gone? Uh, I don't know. Well, John in Louisiana, you know, John, I hate to break the news to you, but if you're over there in Louisiana, don't be uh, sticking your nose in what's going on in South Florida. That would be like me having an opinion. Armadillo Cafe in Davie, they moved over there to... Uh, the Pizza Loft Plaza, right? Okay. Where Sadie's Buffet used to be, I do believe. Remember Sadie's Buffet? Sure oh, buffet. It's Sadie's Buffet. Bring your teeth in a glass. And uh, I think they're still around, Armadillo Cafe. I'd be, I'd be shocked if they're actually closed. Anyway, here was the uh, final on that first poll we took yesterday, on yesterday's poll. Who is the biggest a-hole in South Florida print media? 1,021 votes. Now, that's not bad, especially when you add to the category, who the hell are they? <laughs> Dan LeBastard, 613. Greg Kotex, 241. And who are they? Who are these people? 167. So who are they? Got almost as many as Greg Kotex. They don't know who you guys are. They don't want nothing to do with you. Your mama, mm -hmm. so socks in hell, and et cetera, and so on. I'm going to keep a close tab. This week, we're going to work feverishly to get 2M 45,000 votes. Even though, of course, we're not included, but because it says your favorite sports station. Nevertheless, we're team players. Now, you raised a good point. 790, the ticket, you know, yeah, as opposed to just money. WQM. Like, like we're vanilla, you know. Mm -hmm. We're vanilla, we just, just plain, ordinary, like tapioca. And I have right. to really laugh all these comments about, oh, LeBastard's so entertaining and so amusing. Yeah, right. Give me a break. He's a clown. He's a jerk, a jackass. Remember when he used to, a couple of times he, like, interrupted us on the air because he uh, had the pot open back there. He was recording that stupid ESPN show. Mm-hmm. That's the first time I ever heard him. And then I saw him on ESPN one day, and they were all just ripping him an ass and making a clown out of him. Which he, he fit it very All he needed was the uh, bozo with the red nose. He needed to borrow the uh, Patch Adams nose from Robin Williams. You're a clown, Danny boy. You're a pretender. You and your buddy Stugatz, who's got a rich daddy. That's the story over there across the street. Everybody's got a rich daddy. Joel Feinberg, Stugatz. So they're playing radio. They don't even they don't even own the radio station. They're just like uh, leasing it, you know, like lend lease, like renting month to month. So we can lease them. Yeah, so you can lease them to the leasers. Boy, and, and then the four and a half million a year for the Dolphins. My God, I'm thinking we ought to give them the Panthers too. And when you're shopping for shoes, comfort, fit, value is what it's all about. I've been telling you that for a long 
Long time. Brandy shoes in Pompano Beach, man. You can't beat them. And you want to take good care of your feet because if your feet aren't in good shape, you got real service, baby. They carry all the top brands. They got Rockport, Florsheim, Echo, Mephisto, SAS, New Balance, all the top names in the shoe business at unbeatable prices. And the professional shoe fitters of Brandy's will make damn sure you have a customized fit of your favorite comfort shoe. Whatever style you pick out that appeals to your eye, I can just about bet you. I'll bet you uh, Maddie Bell's life on it that they got your size on the shelf ready to slap on your feet right there. Just ask for Arnie. He'll make sure you get the perfect fit at the right price. They even specialize in wide widths as well if you got big, gigantic, embarrassing fat ones. Brandy's is worth the trip from just about any place in South Florida, so don't forget, for that unbeatable combination, comfort, style, fit, value, and selection, in other words, what's not to like, Brandy Shoes, 1290 North Federal Highway in Pompano Beach, open daily Monday through Saturday till 9, and every Sunday even till 5. And this week... Every week they got something special for you, and this week it's another great week to shop at Brandy's because men's and women's Sperry Topsiders are a great value at 10 to 20 bucks off the already low prices. Only this week and only at Brandy's Shoes in Pompano Beach. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QA. <laughs> Let it be a little baby. Will he advance? Our heart rides when it's nice. Will he ignore all the bushes by your taps? Will he comply with citizens fighting? Yes. And will he end all of women's lives? Absolutely. And will he? Overturn abortion judgments. Uh-huh. Will he laugh at those strip search keys? And if we get high or a little drunk, will he make us rot in jail for life? Yes. Should we like a little baby? <laughs> Liberals say he's insane. <laughs> Bush will stand by him forever. But will he take my rights away? Absolutely. I have a suggestion for all your parents out there. Don't trust your kids with a man who wears a dress. I, I could be crazy, but, uh, you know, well, don't trust your children with a guy nice who wears dress, a dress. What if it's a very Even if it's a lovely dress. dress. Even if it's like the Pope who wears a dress and was really lovely, red slippers. Never trust a guy who wears red slippers or a bee or all of these All of these things. things. Pastor charged in fracas, says the Palm Beach Post. Port St. Lucie. A St. Lucie West pastor was charged with misdemeanor battery yesterday after a parent concerned about the minister's arrest record told police he was pushed after removing his children from a church-sponsored school. David Paul Smith, president and chief executive officer of the River of Life, a Christian worship center, uh, was issued a notice to appear in court for a, the first-degree misdemeanor, which carries a maximum penalty of a year in county jail. Four parents with eight children enrolled in St. Lucie Academy went to the school yesterday morning to remove their children after learning that Smith was the same pastor who closed the Oasis of Jensen Beach Church in school in 98 and fled with a former church secretary who later accused him of beating her. 
Smith, 50, served a 90-day sentence in Marion County Jail for failing to appear on the battery charge. In 2003, he was convicted on another charge of resisting police without violence, according to court records. In 96, he was declared a habitual traffic violator and had his license revoked for several years, state records show. Remember that uh, priest in Arizona, I believe it was, that did the hit and run and uh, uh-huh. hauled ass? Remember uh-huh. him? Yep. He's cooling his heels. And now that uh, they put, they kept this guy in jail and killed Father Gagan, they ought to like, ship him around the country and take care of all these other... Uh, uh, I like that guy. Yeah. All these other slimeball priests. I'm sorry for the redundancy. A man who wears a dress is not the kind of guy that ought to be counseling anybody on anything, okay, except maybe fashion. And bad fashion at that. Maybe you could counsel some of those people that are going to show up at the Oscars. You know, every year they have, oh, who was the worst dressed and who, you know, et cetera and so on. Okay, here's the pool we got going right now, beside, of course, the Greg Kotex one, which is the one we really want to counsel. There's Ted Kennedy. Democrats uh, are together uh, in voting. Their concern about whether a judge will lead up. What happened to him, man? He looks great. He, he was, for a while, he looked like he was on death's door. He, right. about, he looked like Ariel Sharon. Anybody was speaking to him. Uh, which we have seen over the period of these recent years and, and which all Americans are reminded of. Oh, if we only had 99 more like Ted Kennedy, we'd have a, more few, uh, you know, a few more dead chicks falling off the bridge. But nevertheless, at least we'd uh, get somewhere. Somebody with some balls that st- stands up there and screams and shouts and tells it like it is. You go, Ted. Part of Dr. King's uh, whole movement. See, there you go. Now he's talking about movements. Okay, how's that uh, restaurant pool coming? What's this thing that you did? Oh, see? Fans were disheartened last summer when they closed their much-acclaimed restaurant, the Armadillo. Costs were exorbitant. They moved to that gigantic, yeah, and 11,000-square-foot space. They used to be say, uh, Sadie's Buffet, Oive, uh, across from Nova. But um, but I don't know what it says. Well, what uh, can you narrow this down? I, I wish I could. They closed, and there's another restaurant open with the uh, the chef, the former chef, and some of the staff. Called he set up shop again, working with his wife Stacy inside a gourmet market in Plantation. They opened in mid December, but in mid December, unless you heard about it through the grapevine, it's easy to miss it. It's in a shopping plaza across from the Broward Mall. Is that in the fashion shops, by the way? Oh, sorry, kiss of death, if it is. Uh huh. Yeah, I don't know. 40-seat oasis in a shopping plaza. So we're not going to put the armadillo on there because they're still in business. In fact, let's, uh, I, I wish the hell this story would tell us exactly where it is, but it doesn't. Leave it to the Herald. What a piece of turd. Thanks to whoever faxed this in, by the way, because uh, those people, I put them on the map, as a matter of fact. Do you remember that? Yep. The armadillo cafe. And then it kind of turned on me, but that's okay. They had that best of uh, the dessert. What's the dessert? Uh, oh, my God. That, uh, with the stuff on top, the sugar. Oh, creme, no, the creme, creme brulee. brulee. Ooh, man. Everything was really it's great dangerous there. stuff. Wow. And their soups were fantastic. At any rate, Armadillo Cafe is still open somewhere in Plantation. Somebody will let us know exactly where. Thank you for the good news. Okay, let's get to that restaurant pool. Shall we? Do it. Uh, and know the children well. She was an extraordinary mother. They... What was the best South Florida restaurant to close in the last 20 years? Here's what we got. 726 votes. I think we got a shot at 1,000 today, Josh. You think? 726, I think. As little as I can. Burton Jack's just kicking serious ass 151. I bet you Mr. Ego voted several times. Mr. Freebie, he loved that peppercorn shosh and the parmesan cheese. I know I said that yesterday, but it just cracks me up. Peppercorn sauce. You know, I, I'm one of those guys. I've never like, cared much for peppercorn sauce on my creme brulee. No? Or like, or like on my pasta. I was never too crazy about it. But nevertheless, Burton Jack's was very good. In fact, you remember the meal that you and I and Ron Finkwolf and Pete Bolger had there when they said, we just paid Steve Nickel to go away? If I live to be a thousand, I'll remember that. Wow. 
And we thought, we don't really care about that. We just want the free food, thank you. Mm-hmm. Burton Jacks was great. And then uh, 9-11 put them out of business. Yep. yep. Because the port, they had, like, closed down all those roads yeah. and the whole deal, and 9-11 put them right out. It was a nice place. Yeah, it was very good. And they were very nice to us. Wolfie's 91, Pumpernick's 44, My Pie 36, that nice Chicago-style thick pizza. And, of course, if you're going to steal some pizza, why not think, uh, you know steal some of the thick stuff? That'll feed oh, you for a week. That's right. <laughs> oh, God, do we miss him. The Studio 33. Good old Freddie, man. May he rest in peace. What a great place that was. Corky's in North Miami Beach, 33, tied with the studio. Another one of my favorite places where they had those great little potato pancakes and that fast, fantastic Atasca to Tisket. We'd love that brisket. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And now we still got Corky's, uh, where is it, in Tamarack? Where's the one that, where they bring you occasionally something? Oh, Pembroke Pines. Oh, is it? Yeah. But the one in North Miami Beach was a landmark. And like I've always said, when that one closed up, that was like, uh, oh, boy, kiss to death. New York Steakhouse 31, Marty Sussman, rest in peace. Boy, he was a big guy. Too fat, Marty. Put down a fork. Ah, too late. But that was a good place. It started out over on the beach, and then they were like at Biscayne and uh, somewhere. And I told you, that's the last time I ate there. I had dinner with Big Wilson. He was tinkling on the piano there. Big Wilson was tinkling at the New York Steakhouse. I thought we were all going to, like, uh, get washed away. Look at Mr. Coney Island and the ground round. They each got about 30, man. And I still say Mr. Coney Island turned into one of the filthiest places, and now they're gone. Down Under 28, Hemingway's 28, Mike Gordon's 25, Casa Vecchia 23, Tina Spaghetti House 22. I do believe, if my memory is correct, the first time I ever came as a tourist to Fort Lauderdale, like in 50-something, uh, mm-hmm. maybe it was later than that, uh, I had uh, dinner at Tina Spaghetti House. Are you excited about that? No. And now it's gone. Rocky Graziani's, I'm glad to see that's doing well, along with English Pub and Le Dome, each have 17. Rocky Graziani's, I would say 125th in Biscayne, 135th in Biscayne, right up by the uh, Charter, which is in last place. Vito 16, that was right across from where the Unicorn used to be. We still don't know if the Unicorn is still open there in North Dade. No. In, like, Aventura. Don't think Vito's so. 16, Il Molino 16, that's the one in, uh, how come I put in parentheses on Il Molino? I put, uh, I didn't do it. I'm talking about the one in Davie. My bad. Paisano's 10, Mitch's Steakhouse 9, Clifford's 8, Vinny's 7, Top of the Home 7, and the Hungarian Charter only 3. Solamente Trace out of 794. We're going to get to 1,000 today. And I also want to see us get to 1,000 on that Greg Kotek's blog poll, too. I want QM to have 50 million, even if you hate us, even if you can't stand this station, lie a lot just to piss him off, okay? And, and you know something else? I want you to stop and think about this. Not only doesn't it have any slogan for us, but stop and think of this. What should it say? It should say WQAM and WAXY. Those are the call right. letters. See? Or but nobody, know, whole nobody knows the call letters over there because Waxy was where Rick and Scud used to work on Waxy. It was an FM, baby, 105.9, which is now big. That's where Ricky Ticky Shaw with his smelly cap used to work. Our buddy Ricky Ticky on Waxy 105.9. That was Waxy. And you listen to this crap they got on here now, especially Dan LeBastard and Stu Gotts, you'll get waxy buildup, man. There'll be like big clumps of mung hanging out of your ears. People look and laugh. They'll fall on the ground laughing their ass off when they see a waltz by, when a big bunch of uh, all those potatoes growing out of your ears. You know what I'm saying? No. Yeah. What do you say? Waxy buildup, baby. It's bad. It'll kill you. It's a lie. I am not a Nazi. That was Ricky Ticky Shaw, our good buddy. Isn't it funny how that turned around, huh? Loves me. Life is funny. And we hope he's doing well, okay? There's one of my favorite people in town, you know, next to Mike Ranieri, who ain't with us no more. Rick Shaw, a legend, 
40 plus. I bet you he's been on here almost 50 years now in town. I'm, I'm going on 30 in uh, About 30, man. March one big stinking deal. There's a guy that's been on here over 40 years in South Florida. And does anybody write any? I mean, there was a thing about him a few years ago, you know, back when Jigger was writing about radio before he had a pawn his radio. Hey, speaking of losing stuff, if you lost your hair, all you guys out there, if you've got a bad hair loss problem, or if you're currently wearing some kind of a piece, you better listen to this. Our good friend Charles Alfieri has been supplying and designing hair systems for showbiz people, politicians, and more importantly, everyday guys just like you for over 40 long, amazing years now. Now, most people say you can always spot a hair system. Those are the bad ones, the mousy-looking muskrats. You know what I'm saying? Don't, don't, yeah, don't, the don't, ones don't. like that. But think about this. How many good hair systems go unnoticed? You think it's the real thing? Charles Alfieri's hair systems are completely natural. They look like real hair, designed with just the right amount of hair and the proper recessions. Run your hands through it. The hair, too. It looks and feels just like your own hair. And for just 99 bucks. Charlie will custom design a hair system for you. You try it for a couple of weeks. If you're happy with the way it looks and feels, you keep it for just an additional 500 bucks. Charlie is so confident that you'll be satisfied, he offers you the following guarantee. If you're not completely happy with your hair system, if you're not getting action like every hour on the hour, just return it and Charlie gives you back your 99 bucks. you got nothing to lose but that ugly, shiny, bald spot that makes you look 20 years older. That's an offer you really can't refuse unless you're nuts. So call Charlie today and get a great-looking head of hair back. Call 1-800-321-2413. Make an appointment. Their studio is in Fort Lauderdale. They'll sit your ass down and show you just how much better they can make you guys look. 1-800-321-2413 or on the Wicked Web, charlesalfieri.com. This is Neil Rogers. This is 562 AM. This is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. This is your brain being chopped to bits by a finely honed meat cleaver. This is your brain in a blender. And this is your brain being stirred into a big pot of chili. Mmm. Brains. Real food for real people. I was sleeping in the park, just trying to take a snooze. I got pummeled in the dark, it left me black and blue. I'm hurt so bad, I'm coughing up blood. Why was I beaten by teenagers with clubs? Don't know why this happened. I took close to the head. They took off. They were laughing. They left me here for dead. I've got to ask, were they high on drugs? Why was I beaten by teenagers with clubs? I'm lying here, can't hardly move. They took those baseball bats and swung them like Babe Ruth. Like to ask the parents why they raised their kids this way. Lots and lots of prison time. Will be the price they pay Put them in jail With all those other thugs Absolutely Why was I beaten by teenagers with clubs? Why was I beaten by teenagers with clubs? I'm dying out of here Why was I beaten 
1103. Happy Tuesday from your good paisans. Last day of January, baby. Tomorrow will be February. Isn't that exciting? Okay. Which means a month from tomorrow. That's a big 30th anniversary. we got that CD coming out, and Duff is going to come in there and do a Kazatsky and sing karaoke. What song? Um, feelings. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. I'm, I can feel it now. He's going to, like, give out my email address to everybody in the building. So I got this, so looking at the Alito vote and the confirmation, I mean, the coronation is going on right now, 20, 22 to 4 so far. A simple majority of 51 is all they need. They got the votes, so don't confuse us with the discussion. Why do they waste all that time? 22 to 5, 22 to 6. Here Mr. Ensign, aye. Mr. Enzi, aye. Aye, 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 aye. Look at that. How do you like this? Mr. Feingold. What a bunch of silly people. No. Mr. Feingold. No. No. Mr. Feinstein. No. No. Mr. Frist. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, yes. Mr. Frist. I. I. Oh, I forgot. I, I, see, I'm saying yes. He's Are you playing Morse Albert and Feelings? Just uh, quite a So, anyway, here's the deal. Uh, you go to this red coat text thing. This uh, will keep a lot of you off the street today. And obviously we're having great success. And, I, and I'm not doing it because, you know, when the ratings come out, we kick their ass all the time. And they had that bogus uh, April last year, and they had the bogus December with the dolphin thing with the hurricane. Now, that's right. fine. Mm-hmm. And they can talk. They can convince themselves that uh, they're doing something. But our sales uh, whole lady that we just uh, spirited away from them, who evidently seems to be on a, uh, something on the ball, she said they couldn't sell uh, a glass of water to a starving Arab in the desert for a dime. I see. That's what she said. Didn't you hear her say that this morning? She said they couldn't sell her out of a paper sack over there. She said, who wants to buy that crap? <laughs> she said, you go in there and say, I'm from Waxy, and they say, what's that? They, they, get, they reach for the Q-tips. Anyway, that, that's what she said. They, they, you, know, you can talk yourselves into it, but that doesn't make the number go up when the book comes out. You'll see. Here's the vote from Greg Kotex about random evidence on his blog. You go on the Herald and on the, the page, the front page, where the blogs are, two-thirds of the way down on the right, and there it says, Greg Kotex, uh, ran, random idiot. Vote WQAM versus 790, the ticket. And there's the f- pictures, man. Looks like a rogues gallery. There's the big O who looks like he, he looks like he's in a carnival, you know, where you stick your head through that hole and it's on a different body. Are you looking at that? Yeah. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. That, that, the head doesn't match the body. Although the head does look rock solid. <laughs> then there's Hank who, uh, I don't know, he looks like he's got the shrunken head on a huge body there, doesn't he? And a little <laughs> red in the puss. He must have just eaten a uh, deli. Then there's Danny Boyle, a bastard, who's got the bad haircut, really frizzy. looks like all distorted there. Then there's Mad Dog, a picture from about uh, 50 years into the future. looks about 100, like a nursing home picture of the Mad Dog. Then there's Joe Rose, who looks very uh, smiley and happy. The only problem, it looks like a cartoon character there, doesn't it? They're, they're all distorted. They're yeah. all... Uh, and then I guess, I assume that must be Sidney Rosenberg down there, uh, looking like a mugshot. Doesn't it? Like old black and white from, like, from a newspaper. Looks like an old hockey player there or something. I don't know. They Not captured good. it with silly putt. Looks like a guy that uh, took off and left town. Anyway, so here's the deal. Who's your favorite South Florida radio personality? Let's vote for the Humper this time, okay? And, of course, you can keep doing this over and over again. It's very scientific. Uh, so far, our favorite, Mad Dog 95. Is there any doubt about it? No. Huh? All right. There you go. Jim Mandich, who's going to be doing 2 to 6 starting next Monday, is the room where I'm hearing starting. And let me say it again. The audience will like... Whoever they like. That's who they'll support, whoever they like. Not who Neil likes, not who George hates, but whoever they like. Oh, 41 to 21. He's almost got the 51 yeah, votes I already. I could puke. Yeah. Who's your favorite sports person? Mad Dog 95. Uh, Joe Rose 58. 
Hank, 46, he's starting to move on up. And, of course, once he gets on to this tomorrow, uh, Danny Boyle of Bastard, 39, last place. Your favorite. He's in last place, Danny Boyle of Bastard, by a mile. How do you like that? Who's your least favorite? I'm voting for uh, Sid Rosenberg this time. Send it back to the Ima show. What's a match made in heaven? Okay, uh, let's see. Your least favorite. Dan LeBastard, 91. The Humper, 66. Sid Rosenberg, 45. That's an awful lot for the guy that's only been on the air for like five minutes. And Orlando, the big old, only 23. They love that rock solid. Even though he's got that uh, big head on the uh, funny body. And now, last and definitely not least, here comes the most important. Which of the two, the big two stations you prefer for sports radio? WQAM, and it should say Waxy, but it says 790 the ticket because he's trying to fix the thing there. And look at that. Looky, looky, here comes Cookie, as Rainier used to say. Remember that? Looky, looky, here comes yeah, Cookie. He, he did say that, didn't he? He said a lot of funny things. He just, he was all right. He was one of those people you had to be around for a while until you really understood what he was. Because you know what I'm saying? He was an easy guy to misunderstand. Squirt, squirt. There you go. Uh, which of the two big stuff? But he was a good guy. QAM314 and 790, the ticket 101. Now, they started out with about a 40-vote head start on us before anybody knew about it. That was the whole idea. That was the game plan. Give them about a 50-yard, a 50-mile advantage there. The only problem is their people didn't respond the way our people are responding here, okay? On the show that got left off of that poll, it certainly should have been on. and would have kicked everybody's ass. How do you like that? Is there any doubt about that? No. 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 And he even admitted that. He even admitted that Friday when he wrote that swill on there with the excuse about, well, Neil doesn't do a sports show. Well, what the hell's that got to do with it? It's still on this station. Supposedly, this is QM against Waxy. So he takes the highest rated show with the biggest audience. He just, just conveniently leaves us off with the excuse that, oh, he doesn't do a sports show. Well, guess what? Your mama. I've forgotten more about sports than most of you so-called experts will ever know. And if I ever remembered it, man, then I'd be really dangerous. You know what I'm saying? What does he know about uh, Frank Mahovlich? What, what does he know about Fernie Flamin? Huh? What does he know about Mike Pellick and Jim Dory? I know one thing about Jim Dory. He sure looked good. Anyway, so that's what you got so far. 314 to 101. Anybody want to talk about that Leaf win last night? 42 oh. over the Panthers. Just a joke. I'm just joshing you. 5670560. So now we can get this thing going. I want to see thousands of votes on that damn thing. I want you people once and for all. This is in honor of my anniversary, 30 years in the market coming up a month from tomorrow, to go on there and vote. And I'm not even on there. Just for QAM, okay? Just for all the crap that we've been through with Greg Reed and Joyce and the Beasleys and Duff giving my damn uh, email address to Fat Boy. And again, I know he didn't do it maliciously, just out of uh, pure uh, stupidity. You fair. You know. Wake up and sniff the daffodils, okay, Duff? Wake up and sniff the pansies. Oh, he already did? <laughs> five, five, oh, five, sixty. So when are you going to be sending me the movies now? I want to, can't wait to see Bareback Mountain. Oh, really? I didn't know you were in No, I'm, I'm just joking. If I see it, fine. If I don't see it, I'll, I'll, I'll watch it because you'll send it because it's free. Right, exactly. And I'll, I'll, give them to, uh, I'll, give I'll see them what the all the hoopla is all about. I'm afraid I already know what the hoopla is all about. Oh, a couple of gay cowboys? Holy cow! How's they all oh, macho guys like that? Oh, next thing they'll be seeing Raymond Burr was gay. Oh, he was? Wow. Well, you know, they got to wrestle with their consciences. Yeah, they're wrestling with more than that. And talking about heads exploding. Well, that's another story. Don't get Joyce upset. Look at that phone, man. Are these people with it? Well, they're busy voting on that Greg Kotex poll. That's what they're doing. WQAM, hello. Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, a couple things for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you and George, Josh, put together a little fund and put the Mo Man on retainer. Yeah. 
so you can do on-location shots for you guys, and you have all the material. We already got the material, trust me. We got everything the man ever said we got uh, on tape. And we already have an agreement, too. All we have to do is feed him pizza. Uh, and secondarily, the only thing that Levitard has on his show is uh, one guy named Frank Caliendo. He's really, really funny, but that's it. That's the yeah. whole show. Who, who the hell is that? He's this uh, comedian, and he does him, um, impersonations of Pacino and uh, Bush. Oh, he's and a got a comedian on his show. Well, isn't that, isn't that just uh, entertaining? Yeah, but otherwise his show blows, and yeah. you're right. Yeah, I know I'm right. Okay, thanks, Pally. Take it easy, So he's got a guy, and of course he's younger and hipper, you know, that whole bit. i got news, he don't look all that young in that picture to me. He looks like an old toad with a bad, bad oh, haircut. Set up call. By the way, Frank Caliendo, I don't, you probably have seen him from the the NFL pregame, you know, the uh, the Terry Bradshaw. And I don't games. watch that crap. No, I'm just saying he, he makes fun of them. He dresses up as them and does impersonations of them. Oh, so in other words, he's got a, a female impersonator on there, huh? Is that what it's all about? He's got a guy that dresses up like a priest. Well, that's good. That's very entertaining. Very good, Danny boy. Go back to the newspaper, okay? Quit trying to be... Everybody thinks they're a broadcaster, you know? Like Lenny Martez. He's a broadcaster. And Stu Gatz, he's a broadcaster. Man. And next time Troy Stratford comes in there, just shoot him, okay? He's getting on my nerves lately. I ain't got no gun. No, he, he's, yeah. he's got... I don't like his attitude. It's like, uh, you know, I'm picking on him. I don't, I don't pick on anybody unless they do something that uh, frosts my ass. They or, do a fine job. I'll be the first one to say, nice going, baby. Right? Or if they don't do something they're supposed to. Yeah, then I'll just rip them a big ass and deservedly so. I only rip ass where it's deserved. And believe me, in this place, a lot of deserving going on. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Oh, my God, your breasts are beautiful. Alito's confirmed, damn it. Yeah. Every nation's trying to keep Iran from building up their new and their religions too. But Georgie Bush and copyrights, they want to bomb them down to size their through. I think they'll end up screwed. Baby, he's taken American journey from a great country into an evil country, hated, feared, and despised and reviled all around the universe. Even on Uranus, they're not too happy about us. 58, yes, 40, no, which means there's two uh, quizlings out there who are still, uh, maybe they're Illin or whatever the deal is. How come the other two didn't vote yet? I don't know. That's not exactly overwhelming, though, when you come right down to it, eh? 58 to 40. In fact, if the other two vote again, 58 to 41 now, there's only one to go. I think it's going to be 58 yes and 42 no. That's not overwhelming. And if the Democrats wouldn't, like, roll over and spread their legs and they had more people in the Senate, they could have beaten this uh, crap. But they didn't do it. 58 to 42, like I just said, that's the final tally. 58 I and 42, absolutely no. no. On Alito. He's been confirmed just in time for the uh, dog and pony show tonight. You're going to be watching any of that? No. Are you kidding me? I wouldn't watch a second of oh. that. Josh Cordes ain't going to be watching, I guarantee you that. <laughs> yeah, you're right about that. He's going to be rolling around in the sack, and I'm going to be watching Leafs uh, pummel uh, Tampa Bay. Anything besides that crap. Oh, but it's the State of the Union, and they're all going to be a party. Yeah, right. If the Democrats had any balls, and I read an article on the uh, web about this, they all should sit there uh, sit on their hands. 
No applause when he comes out. So they're all cheering. Well, just out of respect. How can they have respect for a butcher? Exactly. You know, it's really Traitor. something when we got to start agreeing with I'm in the pie man, Alzo Wahiri. That Bush is a butcher and a murderer. It's pretty sad when we got to start agreeing that they uh, got their thumb on it finally. Although nice headgear, by the way, Iman. <laughs> Which of the two big stations do you prefer for a sports radio? Greg Kotex wants to know. 474 votes so far. We'll get that thing up over 1,000 before I leave here at 2 o'clock today. Or my name is uh, Ignatz. Ishkabibble. A.B. Ishkabibble. A.B. Solomon. 369 say they prefer QAM, 105 say they prefer 790 the ticket, which it should say Waxy. If you're going to put our call letters, then you should put Waxy, not 790 the ticket. But then again, they're doing everything in their power to try to, like, uh, you know, goose them, goose them up over there. Yeah, they'll, do the they'll, do huh? they'll do they'll anything, anything to hurt us. That's what Joel Feinberg said, isn't it? I'll do anything to kill those bastards over there, all those Jew bastards on QAM. He thinks even Mad Dog's Jewish. You want to see how the personalities are doing so far? Who's your favorite South Florida uh, sports personality? You want to see it? Yeah, whatever. Uh, Mad Dog 114. Hank 50. Uh, wait a minute. Joe Rose 59. Hank 56. He's right on Joe's ass. And Dan LaBastard only 45. In last place, Danny boy, you suck. And you can have all the setup calls you want about uh, Frank Caliendo and Anthony Caliendo and Frank Ford and this one and that one. And nobody gives a crap, okay? You suck. You're a joke. Who's your least favorite South Florida sports radio personality? Let's see. Dan LaBastard, I guess, would be my vote. Because Sid Rosenberg, I mean, he's got his own issues, right? Let's not be picking on poor Sid. Although I'll vote for him next time. How come this ain't coming up? Oh, here it goes. Uh, your least favorite, uh, Dan LaBastard, 109. Hank, 70. Sid the Kid, uh, 54. And Orlando the Big O, only 24. He really is. Rock solid. Or maybe the fact he's on early in the morning when everybody's sleeping, that might have something to do with it. He, he's okay. He's like he's like you. He's just bland, you know, just there. Mm-hmm. Kind of like all of that picture. Yeah, I don't know. Kind of strange. WQAM, hello. Diebold Voting Central, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. On that movie last night, uh, about Flight 93, there was a part in it when they want to scramble the F-16s and go after this plane. Yeah. But they couldn't because they didn't have authority. Uh, they should have showed a picture in a little corner there, Bush reading his book. Reading it to the little kids in Sarasota, right. Yeah, well, we needed some help, some uh, leadership. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Just remember, the Bushes and Bin Ladens, baby, that's where it's all at. O-I-L-M-O-N-E-Y. Yeah. Crooked as the day is long. The saddest part is, even if we did want to vote these guys out, our votes don't count. The machines well, don't work, and they just rig everything. Well, we need to find a good machine, man. Yeah. Good luck to us. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was on A&E last night. They they hyped that up by doing that two-hour special on 9-11 on the World Trade Center collapsing uh, the night before that I told you I watched. Uh-huh. And last night they had um, that on, the yeah. Flight 93. Uh, it was the movie, you know. Right. And what is there to say? You know, you really have to wonder. And, of course, keep in mind that the FAA knew that several planes had been hijacked within moments of it happening because once the first one was like, uh, you know, you know what I'm saying? They, they knew. Uh, I know what you're saying. But uh, did anybody do anything about it? They, so they were scrambling all right. They, were, they, they couldn't get their act together. And then this whole thing about the police and the fire department in New York don't cooperate. They don't use the same radio frequency. They don't talk to each other. Well, that was good thinking. There are a whole lot of people, maybe a 1,000 people died because of that, because they went back in Tower Number 2. Oh, go back to your office. Everything is fine. Just go back in there. You'll be safer there. But it'd be better, you know. Psych. Yeah. Surprise. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. 
WQAM. WQAM. Yes, All Sports add, Radio. Uh, sports Radio to, 560. Sports you. Radio 560, WQAM. Can I add to the poll today, Neil Rogers? Oh, you sure can, yes. Um, Wolfie's Restaurant? Well, let's see. Wolfie's is 101 votes, so somebody must have beat you to it. <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Wolfie's first of one on Lincoln Road Mall. You know, there used to be three. I'm trying to think where the hell they were. There was the Wolfies on uh, Lincoln Road Mall, and there was the one on 21st. Where was the other one? There was a, a turd. Oh, that was 160 Turd Street. Speaking of turd, it was 160 Turd. Remember the exorcist and the priestess playing the piano? We said something about turdy turd. Remember that? No. Nope. Yeah, he's singing that. He's uh, doing his routine. Well, I he wants for to it. be. I don't remember that. Get out of here. I bet you Josh remembers that. Oh, it's yeah. Just, be, just before Linda Blair comes down and pees on the floor. Don't you remember that? I remember, I remember her peeing on the floor. I remember. Well, her just be, before she peed on the floor, he's a powder. He's he's she's tinkling on the floor and he's tinkling on the ivories, and he's playing the piano and he's talking about uh, you know uh, his ultimate dream is he's uh, going to be a big hit on Broadway and they love him and but and he's uh, singing about uh, some toidy toid. Did you say big? Hello, hello, big. <laughs> he's also tinkling. I'll tell you one thing: when Big Wilson tinkled, there was like a flood. WQAM, hello. He was no Paris Hilton, I'll guarantee you that. QAM. Yeah, that was a good one. That was coming from Jody, I think. A little upset about the Leafs beating the Panthers last night right there in the Mac Arena. A lot of Leaf fans there, I noticed. They were yelling, go team, go. go. <laughs> oh, I'd like to see that jackass one more time before I croak the one that said that. I think they're saying, go team, go. Yeah. You, you go, go away soon. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. How about Beefsteak Charlie? Oh, is that the last 20 years? That's, uh, let's see, 86? Uh, they were around. Well, at least one of them was around. Okay. Yeah, that was good. Didn't they have the all-you-can-eat shrimp, the peel-and-eat? Mm-hmm. By the time and you got done with the shrimp and the salad bar, you didn't even want a steak. And then the That's sangria, right? And they had the pictures of sangria, man. You'd stagger out of that place. <laughs> it was just a good, it was not, not prime food, but a good time. Yeah. Eat until you bust, and then uh, you come back again next week. What's not to lie? And the price was right. Thanks, Pally. Beefsteak Charlie's, let's get it. Now, we're not putting on uh, uh, the fast food places, and we're not putting on chains like uh, Wags and Lums. Although Beefsteak Charlie's, even though it was, you know, there were more than one, but I wouldn't call it like a major chain. Would you, a chain? Now, what about, the, what about the ranch house? I mean, that was a chain, too, but... What about See, the Black Angus? The Black Anus? Yeah. Oh, sorry, Joyce. Like I said, the Black Anus? How about the uh, the chocolate anus? By the way, Valentine's Day is coming up in a couple of weeks. You know, I'm mean, hinting that. I don't want to say it on the air, but you just you just keep your eye on that log and just yeah, uh, keep, yeah, uh, yeah. you see what I'm saying? I'll, I'll hold my breath. How's that? Hold your breath and make sure that that's sealed. Now we're getting a new sales mangler in there. You better sit down with a new sales mangler, whoever he is and whenever he shows up, and uh, give him a little lecture on what's going on back there. Because, unfortunately, Joe, as good of a guy as he is, he, like I said the other day, he's... He's got a lot to hear about what the hell, uh, you know, where the bodies are buried and what's been going on there. Well, I'd for... love to have a, uh, a meeting with Joe, like a real one, like a real lunch meeting. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. And, and, right out there. For that matter. and the new sales mangler. And then Fat Boy, and you can deprogram him from my, uh, don't ever, did you tell him, don't you ever email Neil anything again or he'll come and blow your brains out? I, I, I think he knows that. I didn't tell him specifically, but no. no. I'll run over there. I'll email don't. him. I do not want any involvement with that tub. Just just like that one account, you know, that they disappeared because they got the the change in whatever they're doing, which is fine. I have no problem with that. But it, you, know, I, you had to go and ask him about it. See? 
See, that's one thing. When a new sales manager comes in, it would be a nice communication. Now, with the previous one, it's outgoing, Curtis Raymond Burr. He didn't want to talk to anybody because he was operating from fear and paranoia and hate. Well, who the hell wants to talk to you anyway? Yeah, that's right. Or Hank or anybody else on the air, right. Bastards. Yeah. So, uh, your mama. But the new sales guy comes in, and we all hear uh, being uh, welcomed with open arms and legs. What more could he ask, ask for than that? What are we watching? This guy bouncing up and down around that trampoline is enough to, to give me a, a vertigo here. I feel like Jimmy Stewart. 27 past 11 at 560 WQM. Speaking of fooding, fooding and feeding, the Emerald Coast is Florida's number one Asian gourmet buffet. In fact, if you're eating, when somebody says, what are you doing over there? I'm fooding. Huh? Tad fooding? Doing mornings on Y100. Are you fooding? The Emerald Coast is Florida's number one Asian gourmet buffet. is rated by Zagat Restaurant Review. Now, every Friday through Sunday night, you can enjoy Lobster Fest featuring Maine Lobster served Thermidor style. And every night at the Emerald Coast is Crab Fest. Love them crabs. With Alaskan snow crab legs, Dungeness crab, and Jonah stone crabs. The menu still includes fresh oysters on a half shell and a sushi bar with over 30, 30 different items. Boy, I'll tell you, between Greg Reed and uh, Terry Bradshaw, they love their sushi. The Emerald Coast also serves delicious, juicy New York steaks cooked to order just the way you love them, and hand-carved prime rib, and zillions of fresh, great Chinese and other delights as well. And on the weekends for dessert, bring along a crowbar and create a little bit of room in your pants for the Emerald Coast's famous 40-inch chocolate fountain. You can hand-dip your own strawberries, marshmallows, all kinds of decadent treats. Just stick them right in there and enjoy. Manja, manja. Now through February 5th. Come celebrate Chinese New Year with the Emerald Coast featuring roast duck, crispy chicken, sweet and sour fish, eh, roasted suckling pig every night, too. The Emerald Coast has got three convenient locations in Sioux. You'll find them in Sunrise, Sunny Isles Beach, and Pembroke Pines. Reservations suggested. If you want a real pig out and you want to enjoy Chinese New Year as well, now's the time at the Emerald Coast, 954-572-3822. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Suck it in and hold it. Welcome back to the Dolphin Station 790 WN. We're broadcasting live from the Superdome in New Orleans. Where the sun is shining down to six foot holes in the moon. <laughs> no way, dude. It's like wacky, man. W-A-X-Y. Well, thanks for that little man. Sure. Smells like wet dogs in here, man. Dolphins are down by. Here, let me look, man. I know I wrote it down here somewhere. Uh, sure. While you're looking for that, I'll love the audience with the dulcet tone of my smooth delivery. Ho, ho, somebody threw the ball really far. Ho, ho, what a game. Look at that baby go. Oh, is that a touchdown? I don't know. Touch this, man. Oh, look at that fellow waiting for the water with an eight-pack of Cottonelle. Hope that toilet paper don't get wet. Ho, ho, ho. You know, uh, Cottonelle is a good quality brand. No wonder he's trying to save it. It's very expensive. Mm-hmm. Oh, we'll be back with more action packed Dolphin football on 790 after this station identification. WFUN South Miami, Florida. WFUN, <laughs> oh, man. You know, that, that frequency has really gone, undergone some changes over the years, you know? A little bit. WFUN. Now, what are you eating now? I bet you're eating like Howie's. No, we got uh, the melting pot coming in today, but so I'm just eating a granola bar. Oh, you're just like pre-eating now? A little, uh, little right. foreplay, a little, a little fooding snack, foreplay. Yeah. Uh, the melting pot's coming in, a little fondue action today. Now you're going to be dipping it and uh, enjoying it. I understand it's going to be chocolate. 
Is it going to be like New Orleans? Is it going to be chocolate? Invite Ray Nagin in, man. He likes that chocolate. We'll throw him in the pot. Yeah, stick him right in there. Anyway, now, what was I just going to say that was very, very important before you interrupted me with that crap? I forgot. Oh, so did I. Five six seven oh five sixty. It was muy importante, man. It was like life and death. I never saw who's on today. Oh, we got Bo to the foe. Oh boy, Bo for where Mo used to be two to foe. Mad Dog four to seven three on expurgated hours. That's excellent. Curtis seven to eight thirty. We're keeping him on the fringes, waiting until Mad Dog does two to six. Hurricane warm up at eight thirty. The Hurricanes in Wake Forest at nine o'clock tonight. And it's a home game, so Clarence isn't going to be missing a wall for three days this time. Like he is on all the Hurricane Road games. And Eddie K follows Hurricane basketball game uh, stuff. Any interest in that? No. Hurricane. They can't throw flies over there. Yeah, that turned into a pretty nice crowd, it looked like to me last night after a very, uh, you know, oh, nobody there in the beginning. Now, I guess Josh has quit doing those uh, before the hockey game of things. That's right. Why is that? I don't have time. What the hell does that mean, you don't have time? I don't think you need that raise. If you can afford to, like, say goodbye to all them easy uh, hours. On your timesheet, you must be wrecking into big bucks somewhere. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, you must have a little something going on the side. Moonlighting. Is that it? He's mooning it? Uh-huh. Okay, let's take a look and uh, see. What was the best South Florida restaurant to close in the last 20 years? That's the sub pool today. That's on our website. But the one you really need to constipate on is that one on the Herald, uh, uh, on that blog thing there. Dan, or what is it? Greg Kotex, uh, Random Evidence of an Idiot. Burton Jacks 171. We miss Burton Jacks a lot. Great steaks, great lobster. Although now we got Tara, so that like is a uh, even better substitute. Wolfie's 102, Pumpernick's 44, My Pie 41. It's My Pie, all for me. Is that why they called it that? My Pie. Uh, no comment. Get away from My Pie. The Ground Round 38, Corky's North Miami Beach 38, The Studio 37, Down Under 30. But they had the best. Beef stroganoff. You ever you like beef stroganoff? I do a lot with sour cream. Oh man, they had the best beef stroganoff. Mm-hmm. The studio I'm getting tongue tied. I can't even uh, oh. think straight. And the best French onion soup, which are a lot of. I'll tell you where it's got great French onion soup is the uh, top of the park at Pompano Park on the sixth floor. Their French onion soup is hard to beat. It's really good. But the best ever was at the uh, studio. Down under thirty five. Uh, Mr. Coney Island thirty four. New York Steakhouse thirty three. Mike Gordon's 31. Hemingway's has got... About 30, man. And a little-known uh, piece of trivia, George's wife used to work at Hemingway's. And Burton Jacks, as a matter of fact. She did? As a hostess in both places. Uh, I'll be the hostess with the mostest. Well, she used to be, and then... Uh, Casa Vecchia, 27. Tina Spaghetti House, 25. Le Dome... Le Dome, 21. Boy, she must hate me like poison. She don't listen anyway, It right? don't matter. No, she listens. Oh. She hears it. Oh. She thinks it's all a joke, right? No, she don't care. <laughs> and neither do you or I or anybody else. Can. I understand. She's uh-huh. just She's a relentless a bitch. Right. Molino, 20. English Pub, 19. Rocky Graziani, 17. Vito, 17. Mitch's Steakhouse, 12. Paisano's, 11. Clifford's, 8. Top of the Home, 8. Vinny's, 7. That's where I slid off the toilet seat. And after that, they went downhill. Hungarian Charter, 3. And Beefsteak Charlie's has got a pair. Out of, uh, what do we got? 837, we're going to make a 1,000 on that. And how's that poll doing on uh, the Herald? i got a lot of a lot of stuff to do here today. Not too much time for a lot of these stupid-ass calls or these set-up calls from over across the street from Joel Feinberg's boyfriends. Let's see. Let me take a puke at this. Alito, get confirmed. 5842 is uh, kiss, kiss your freedoms goodbye. Kiss your ass and your freedoms goodbye. Oh, there's Jesse Jackson down there talking about Corona King. You know, every, ch- every chance he gets, another media whore. He's almost as bad as Kendall uh, Hold the Coffee. Boy, these media whores, they just uh, love being on there. 
Okay, let's just look at which of the big two stations you prefer uh, for sports radio, WQM or 790 The Ticket. That's the, uh, that's the big one. The rest of them are like, eh, afterthoughts. Okay, 581 people have voted. We'll get that 1,000 today by 2 o'clock on the Herald, which uh, they'll be shocked. And then they're going to say, oh, well, Neil Rogers creeped the poll. I'm not creeping anything. I'm just encouraging our people to participate. That's all. Isn't that what it's up there for? Just like our poll. Freep it, bleep it, squeeze it. We'll do what it's up, it's up there for your amusement and fun, right? That's right. Plus, on Friday, he just got through saying, oh, well, it's just a little blog poll for fun. Yeah. Okay, Greg, whatever you say. You phony baloney. Man, oh, man, talk about joined at the hip. That Tamla Bastard, he must be getting about as crowded back there as George Michael. You know, between Booster and Greg Kotex, he's got a lot of uh, Klingons there. And I have no idea why. Maybe uh, Josh can inform me about it. Well, what's the big sinus with him? What's what's the deal? Who, Levitar? Yeah, oh, and for me, he's much to do about nothing. I agree. Legend in his own mind, but an ego the size of um, uh, Mount Washington. The big uh, Tuesday, we, uh, let's see, 581 votes, 467 for QM and only 114 for 79 of the ticket waxy buildup. That's pretty sad. Anyone mentioned the Rooney Pub? Oh, I remember the Rooney Pub, 23rd and College, great prime rib and wonderful fresh bread. The Rooney Pub, are we putting that on there or what? We are. Get it on there. See, we're not changing this poll until, uh, you know, either late tonight or tomorrow, whenever I get around to it. We're not going to, like, do it. Uh, we've got to go step back. That's Bill in Charlotte, North Carolina, by the way. It says. Although on top it says Costello. Yeah, on the cover sheet, too. Yeah. Well, that wouldn't be Joe Costello. He's not old no. enough to remember uh, Rooney not, Pub, huh? Not how he spells his name, either. Oh, that's right. It's A. And it's still Joe Costello, Costa. by the way. It's not Castello. No, it's not. Well, trust me. No. Trust me. In Italian, it's not Castello, okay? All right. Manja, manja. Boy, you are. You, go ahead, you just don't get it, do you? It's, Next it's time however he pronounces it. No, no, it's not how he pronounces it. People can mispronounce it's not a their noun, name. It's a name. No, let me say it again. His name is Costello. It can be pronounced through or by Lou Costello. That's how they want to pronounce it. I see. Well, it's uh, always Joe Costello. Man. By the way, quit calling me and bugging me, Joe. By the way, it was his birthday yesterday. I sent him an e-card. Got no response, so he might have yeah, died. Yeah, well, screw him. him. His wife, she, she got a cut onto him real fast. Five six seven oh five sixty. I told you, she was. Uh, she's another one kind of left me limp. A little uh, domineering for me. I'm not. I'm not into domineering women. You know, I just uh, militant, uh, uh -huh. hostile. Yeah. Like, like your wife. Right. WQAM. Hello. I got one for your poll, Neil. Yes, sir. How about Kenny Rogers. Chain, chain, fast food chain. The answer is. Uh, oh, I sure like his name, but nevertheless, saw him at Pompano Park one night. You want to hear that stale old story again? No. He sat right across from me. I'll tell. I'll tell you. Three celebrities sat across from me at Pompano Park. Uh, Jim Leland, former manager of the Marlins. Pete Rose with that big stack of 20s and that floozy on his arm, and Kenny Rogers. Nice, quiet guy, didn't, you know, very unassuming, just sat there, minding his own business, plunged yeah. his guts out. I met his brother, helped him cut a spot, as a matter of fact. I met Steve Lawrence's brother in the elevator at the Gulfstream. <laughs> he used to be the elevator operator. Don't you ever hear me talking to Hank about that? I yeah. forget you don't listen to that. I'm serious. Every time you go in there, oh, I'm Steve Lawrence's brother. Well, congratulations, get a life, you know. God. WQAM, hello. Hey, is this QAM? This is WQAM, all sports or radio except for this show. Okay, no, I have uh, something for the poll, a restaurant okay. for the poll. Please. You want it? I want it. Okay, the Forge. Is closed? I thought it was. Maybe the it forge, is. I thought the it Forge is closed. I wish it was, but I don't think so. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. One time I went in there, they stuck me in that back room where they got all that schmutz on the wall back there, and they gave me, like, uh, 
uh, like microwave potatoes that were like, uh, oh, the, from the end of the world. Right, if, you know the right, right. if you know the right people and you smear the right folks and you have a nose like out of joint, they like you at the forge. I think they're still going. Yeah, they okay. sure look like it. On the, uh, they have quite the online presence. Yeah, now the Forge is still around. Well, she, maybe she just don't hang out over there no more, you know? Maybe that's uh, she's out of touch with that, which, quite frankly, uh, no great loss mm. on her part. Who needs to be over there by the Forge? Yeah, my name is Amoshi Pupik, and uh, uh, Meyer Lansky's grandson sent me. Okay, we'll sit you right over here, right in the front, and give you, like, all free food and... Uh, I'm just uh, not crazy about that. But now, I've only had one or two experiences in there. They were both really, really bad. So it's it's like anything else, you know. You know what I'm saying? It's like going to Amsterdam. You could go there like uh, some schmuck like in, uh, in December and have a horrible time because there's nobody there but Dutch people. Or you could go there in May or June or any time during the summer when it's loaded with tourists and wonderful people from all over the world and everybody's having a great time and say, God, this is the bomb. Maybe this is the best. The bomb. This diggity? The hot, hot diggity dog. So it all depends on, it's just timing. It's like when you sit down at that machine, man, like my friend that got the thousand on the wheel and fell off the chair at uh, Niagara Falls. You know, it's just, it's just timing. That's all. It's just blind luck. Some people got it, and some people got that albatross hanging over their head, you know? Like we have. We got Joyce. She's the albatross hanging over the QM head. You know what they say? If the fish thinks at the head, cut it off. You know what I'm saying, Joyce? Chop it off, baby. When in doubt, take Joyce out. In fact, I think Joe Bell was telling me that the other day he's going to take her out. I think he meant for lunch, but I think when in doubt, just take her out, period. be a good idea. Yeah, take her fishing. 581. Well, I'll tell you, uh, Greg Kotex, his eyes must be bulging taking a look at that. And, he, and you know they're going to be belly and You know damn well they're going to, oh, gee, this thing is... Well, they got the equal opportunity over there if they had any audience, right? Right. And you know they've been goosing it since this morning because I could see the goose on there. I saw the goose head when I first clicked on it this morning. I saw the goose. And I thought to myself, that thing might have that H5N1. But I shot that baby right on the spot. You know, I always used to say, don't pass up a good goose. Is that what you said? Well, things change in life. Now, my, you know, if you see a good goose, shoot it. Kill it. Kill the birds. You got a parakeet. You got a uh, parrot. Minor bird. Cockatoo. Kill that baby. 18 till noon at 560 WQM. Hey, uh, this is the wrong spot. No, it's the right spot. Thank God for that. Well, I'm, I'm all whipped up today. Because I found out that Curtis Raymond Burr is gone. You fairy. Wow. Isn't that exciting? Yeah, See, didn't I tell you just yesterday, just stick with Joe Bell, man. He is the man. Didn't I say that? Just yesterday you were saying that. I was telling you, I mean, just don't be so impatient. Rome wasn't building today. He's inheriting a mess. Sorry, he's I got, he's got He's got to go out and mop in a bucket and clean up all of Greg's mess that he left on the floor and all over the walls. That's right. Just give the guy a little, cut him a little slack. Give him another week. <laughs> Hey, if you're in a dead-end job, if you're underpaid, if your New Year's resolution is to get a high-paying career, get out of that dead-end you're in, like being in radio. Forget about that. Then act right now. Pick up the phone and call Fast Train at 866-FAST-TRAIN. They'll get you training ready for a great new high-paying career in just a few short months. And every payday, and I guarantee you work for somebody that actually pays you on time on payday, you'll be getting a big fat one and a paycheck, too. You can get a new high-paying career in just a matter of months. The demand for medical coding specialists and the computer professionals right now is at an all-time high. Fast Train offers convenient day, evening, weekend classes, job placement assistance, and financial aid for people to qualify. What's uh, not to like? Get out of your dead end, get out of that rut, and start having a life. Pick up the phone right now and call Fast Train at 866-FAST-TRAIN. They've got they placed over 100 people like you in 2005. Check them on the web at FastTrain.com. But act now because classes are filling up fast. Don't miss the train of opportunity this year. Make your New Year's resolution a reality and get yourself a fantastic career and a big fat paycheck and maybe a hot chick or a hot guy or both. 
Call 866-FAST-TRAIN. Be sure and tell them that Todd Dreck told you to call. It's a toll-free call, 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Don't want birth Everybody is birth flu fighting. It'll kill you fast as lightning. In fact, it's really frightening. Hide when you see birds flying. All these funky China hens from funky Chinatown. If you're eating them up, you'll be six feet underground. If you don't want to catch the flu, do not touch a cockatoo. A talking parrot can be fun, but can he call 911? Everybody is bird flu fighting. Big Bird is now in hiding. Now Tweety Bird is frightening. Time for the other white meat. Yeah, listen to that. I'm thinking to myself, I better watch it because I've touched a um, parakeet. Yeah, I thought that's what you were going to say. Yeah, I know. Okay, don't do it. Don't get all, uh, don't get Joyce all whipped up now. She's very, uh, very uptight these days because of her own ineptitude and because she's a stupid bitch. Okay, let's see. Who's your favorite South Florida radio sports personality? Uh, it's interesting that they're more interested in the two stations against each other as opposed to the personalities. Mm-hmm. You know what I'd be saying? What do you say? I don't know. Maybe they just don't like any of those people. <laughs> or maybe it's like uh, they listen to the station for like... Uh... Hey, oh, God. Oh, a non-sports show, which, of course, invalidates this whole thing. I'm sure they'll come up with that. Anyway, your favorite uh, South Florida sports radio personality, Jim Mad Dog Mandage, 139. He's going to be doing 2 to 6, or I'm going to want to know why. Joe Rose, 70. Dan Le- uh, Hank, 64. And Dan LeBastard, a distant fourth and last place, Solamente Cinquanta. How do you like that? That little Italiano for you. Cinquenta? Very Cinquanta. Nice. I got it. Quaranta? At any rate, now let's see. Who's your least favorite sport? Like I told you, I can count those numbers, man. A hundred. Adin, dva, tri, piaccia, piaci. Whatever the hell is. Pach and tukas. Well, when you told me James Wood was Jewish, that just turned my whole life into the dumper. I was watching him in a movie the other night. I, I saw some uh, preview of something he was supposed to be in. about. Oh, it's on uh, ER or something. What, what is that show? I, I don't know. Where he's like some uh, gimp and he's like drooling all over himself. I don't know. I don't want to see him. He makes me, gives me spilkies. Who is your least favorite South Florida sports radio personality? Dan LaBastard. Oh, Danny. Boy, they hate you like poison, baby. 132. The Humper, 78. Small potatoes. Well, fat potatoes. <coughs> Sid Rosenberg, 67. And Orlando Alzagiri, only 27. Rock solid. because they don't know who that is. Now, that's, he's, uh, they like uh, the big O. How do you like that? And which of the two big stations you prefer for uh, sports, sports radio, 654 votes. How do you, are you impressed or what? Medium. Medium. Impressed. Started out, there was less than 100. We like about 95. Now 654. QAM, 534. And 790, the ticket. Waxy, uh, Greg is home. Oh. 120. 524. Five, even, even the Diebold people, 534 to 120. Even Diebold couldn't help them with this. Gornish Tuffin. Now, here's the facts for our, our poll that says, best closed restaurant, one potato, two potato in uh, Deerfield. Well, the three potato, four potato was in uh, Fort Lauderdale. It was on uh, North Sunrise there on the way to Ruth Chris. Okay. 
But the fact of the matter is that uh, they, this is uh, back in my KET days, long before 86 for sure. They've both been long gone. So I don't want to put, don't want to put ancient ones on there because we've done that. You know, we go back to the um, famous yeah, no. and piccolos. I mentioned that the other day. We don't want to go, like, go way back. Only us old, old, old parts like me. Remember those places. Right. Financially burdened from housing dozens of homeless Hurricane Wilma refugees, West Take Tab- uh, Westgate Tabernacle yesterday had to borrow money from one of its homeless residents to have the church's power restored. Florida plunder and loot, you people are relentless, man. You're heartless, relentless, and there's a special place in hell for FPNL. Because they sure ain't swell. Florida Power and Light Company cut power to the West Palm Beach Church about 9.30 yesterday morning, only to restore it roughly eight hours later. To a church where homeless people are hanging out from the hurricane. Like they care. Now, they don't care about anybody, man. Team. You don't They're pay like the, the bill. Terminators. That's right. The Terminator. Bishop Avis Hill, the church's pastor, said Florida Plunder and Luke cut power back because he refused to acknowledge receipt of a $6,000 cashier's check that a donor sent to the company last week. Late Monday, Hill said the company indicated it found the check but still required an additional 3200 bucks for a reconnection fee deposit in this month's charges. Westgate borrowed 3200 bucks from a man who's been staying at the shelter more than a year and recently received Social Security and disability money. Hill said the church would repay the man who said Hill didn't want to be interviewed. Right now, I don't know how, but we will, he said. The church had fallen about 60 days behind on its power bill after caring for the 115 people who eat and sleep at the church since Hurricane Wilma struck. Westgate is an ongoing legal dispute with Palm Beach County for operating a homeless shelter in violation of county ordinances. It's been at more than twice capacity since Wilma. You know something? Big deal. They're taking care of desperate people that nobody else is willing to take care of, right? Right. During the past few weeks, a donor tried twice to pay Westgate's electric bill through an automated payment system, but wasn't able to do so. Tried twice, okay? Last week, the donor sent the check through a courier to FPNL, but the power company still didn't credit the church's account. You should rot in hell, FPNL, okay? We hate you. We wish you would die. We hope your stock goes down to minus 18 cents. FPL spokeswoman Karen Vicepo said the company was looking into the church's claim the bill had been paid. We're investigating where the last check went, she said. I'll tell you, take a look at your... That's probably where you're hiding it, honey. Vicepo said she couldn't discuss the specifics of the dispute. She did confirm that partial payment on the account had been made yesterday, but wouldn't disclose the amount. She also said the company had offered the church a payment plan to get caught up before power was disconnected. In this case, we tried to work with the choice, she said. Hill once said the dispute over the... Once it settled, the church's account would be current. He was unsure how it would continue to pay to house so many hurricane refugees, but said it's not uncommon for Westgate to receive unexpected gifts for as much as ten grand. Where God guides, God provides, he said. I think he's talking about God. That's what it is. How are we coming with that big uh, March 1st thing, man, with that big anniversary thing? What about it? That I'm coming oh, down there, they're going to have that big appearance and sign all right. the picture cards. Billboards, nah. ticker tape parade, yeah. those pedals at your feet. We love that knee. He's such a fag. Da, da, yeah, big deal. The red carpet for your communists. Yeah, right. Your mama. What was the best restaurant in South Florida to close in the last 20 years? Burton Jack 177, Wolfie's 109. The Studio 45. My Pie 44. Pumpernick's 44. Corky's North Miami Beach 40. The Ground Round 39. Down under, 37. Mr. Coney Island, 36. Mike Gordon's, 34. New York Steakhouse, 34. Hemingway's has still got... About 30, man. They were doing pretty good until they found out your wife used to work there. Casa Vecchia, 27. Tina Spaghetti House, 26. La Dome, 20. They Dome. 
Il Molino 21. We're talking to one in Davy that closed down and really pissed me off because that was a great place. English Pub 19. Vito's 18. Rocky Graziani 17. It's kind of stuck there. Paisano's 13. Mitch's Steakhouse 12. B-State Charlie's got nine. Clifford's eight. Top of the uh, Home 8 in Hollywood. Remember the Top of the Home? No. Yeah, you do. We used oh, to be yeah, on top yeah, of yeah. that big bank building. That's right. It was like a revolving, like Pier 66, which, uh, now what's the story? Is Pier 66 still there or closed? I don't know. Well, do a Google it, man. Google. I had lunch with Bob Neal there at Pier 66. Well, do it. And I begged him. I said, don't uh, screw with that morning show. Everything's just fine. And they, and they screwed with it, and they went to hell. And then they blamed us for it. Top of the home eight, Vinny seven, Charter three, and the Rooney Pub one. Yeah, Vinny's closed. The food was very good, but people kept sliding off the toilet seat. 884. It's one thing to smoke the pot. It's another thing to slide off of it. Are uh, you looking at Pier 66? Josh is. Now, what about Route 66? What about 77 Sunset Strip? Huh? You want to hear the theme? No. And what does it say? Pier 66 still there in Fort Lauderdale? Uh, I don't uh, think it's around anymore. I'm not getting rid of anything. Pier 66 is gone. I do believe uh, it did go. I th- I'm, I'm thinking. If I'm thinking, you're stinking. We'll find out. Somebody will know. WQAM, Hello. QAM. Neil, I don't know if it's been too long or not, but what about Two Guys Pizza? Has that been over two years? I mean, 20 years? No, it sure hasn't. That was, that was a great else. place. You're right. Yeah, okay, Two Guys Pizza. Let's put it on it. I wasn't going to put it like pizza joint. It was a restaurant, though. It was more than just a pizza joint. It was very right. good. Two Guys Pizza. All for Mo. Oh, all for me. WQAM, hello. Hi, Uncle Neil. How are you? Pretty good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Um, I think it just closed recently, but I'm very much going to miss Gibby's. Gibby's is gone? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, they went the way of the wind. Yeah. Now, what about Pier 66? you know anything about it? No, nothing. Never been there. Really? No, I was there only I once, and it was there. a very unpleasant lunch because oh. it was with a guy from IOD. But... Yeah. No one ever suggested going there. I never, I never got rave reviews I'll take a place it. that's more than 20 years, and I keep mentioning this, and nobody has any idea what I'm talking about. Uh, there's that kind of like, it looks like the Leaning Tower Pizza, that building right by Pier 66. Oh. It used to be called Gigi's. It was an Italian restaurant that was just out of this world. Man, it was great. But that, that's uh, a zillion years ago. Zillions. Yeah. Before my time, probably. Before any, even Almost before <laughs> my time, and that's saying a lot. Have a great day. You too. Bye. You got uh, Gibby's? We got something. Yeah. Gigi's. Oh, man, that place was so good. And it's up by uh, the Maikai. Maikai's still going. Yes, it is. Maikai that you like. There was nothing wrong with it. I mean, it was very expensive, and it's a tourist stuff, but the food was great. Uh-huh. The show was great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ever eaten in a really good Polynesian restaurant? I have never eaten in a real Polynesian restaurant. That's why you like my kind. This is Neil Rogers. This is 562 AM. Hey, I'm Frau Ileana Ross Leitman, and I like scrubbing my smelly gorilla ass with soap made from jewels and listening to the near Roche Amunista Hour. Life in Paris, the dice can get this boring thing. On young tournaments and shuffleboard, okay. If you think that's funny, buddy, a little laugh on you, cause you sure gonna miss me. You bastards will miss me. That's right, you're gonna miss me. Go, go, go. 
I cashed my check and bought a Mercury. A white one with a great big bench seat. I got some earthment for the race. That's quite in me. From all of your rakes and dingleberries. Watching TV poker and just organize it. I put barcodes on my baggy checkered pants. I may have one pain in the grave, and I got to buy my own pizza. But you're, you're gonna miss me. Now that poker can't miss me. Well, you're sure gonna miss me. Oh, yeah, we miss it bad, Mo, just like when they cut that watermelon-sized tumor off your uh, ass. You miss it bad. It's 1202 at 560 WQM. I should learn better than to talk over the ending of Chicken X Bits, you know? should learn that. That's right, I did it again. 706, I do, because I like uh, for the impact of it, you know? 706 people voted already on the which station, uh, which is uh, worthwhile, and which one's a piece of crap. How do you like that? Mm-hmm. Which of the big two stations do you prefer for sports radio? Greg Kotex at your Miami Hero wants to know. 706. Aren't you impressed by that number? I'm just blown away. WQAM 583 and 790 the ticket 123. Sounds like about a 460 vote margin to me. Doesn't sound pretty impressive to you? I don't want to like overdo it. We won't do it more than like once every five minutes. Okay, good. Here's a memo just faxed to me from WQAM general manager Joe Bell. Hell of a guy, by the way. We like him a lot. You notice how Beth this morning, she came in there, she said, well, on and on. Oh, what a great guy. But, I mean, man, you hear that? I heard it. I was right here. See, the whole thing with Curtis and that sales department, you know when that went south? Is when, when Greg screwed over Scruan. He stuck it to her. More than once, I understand. No, seriously, he, uh, you know, and uh, whatever that was all about, she said the wrong thing at some meeting, or she gave him a sour look, or maybe she decided that uh, she was moving on to somebody else. And uh, that was the end of screw Ann. And for a long... Okay, that's enough with that crap. Huh? I'm sorry. I'm says, I wanted to let you know of two changes in the WQM sales staff. See, Joe said he was going to make some changes back there, and he's not dilly-dallying, Okay. He also told me off the record that he is a hitman for joy, so we'll be taking care of that problem, too. We'll solve that. Curtis Raymond will be leaving us at the end of the week. Curtis has been with WQM for three years, first as sports sales manager, and most recently as general sales mangler. Curtis will stay in the area and plans to get into financial planning. <laughs> we thank Curtis for his contributions and wish him the best as he begins his new endeavors. Bye-bye, Curtis. Bye-bye. Heck of a job, Brownie. Beth Bernstein. I didn't tell me your name was Bernstein. I know we had a Jewish sales chick. You couldn't tell by looking at her? No. By hearing her? Beth Bernstein has joined the QM sales staff after a very successful stint at 790 The Ticket. Sounds like waxy to me. See, even Joe is calling it that. Don't, don't get sucked into that, Joe. It's waxy, okay? Forget about that ticket my ass. Beth was involved in the startup of 790 with their top biller. We look forward to Beth bringing a lot of enthusiasm and business to 560 QM. Please join me in welcoming Beth to the station and to Beasley Broadcasting. We welcome you with open arms and legs, Beth. She welcome was in there Beth. this morning. She seems, huh? Mm. Very nice. I'm having uh, chocolate-covered strawberries from the Melting Pot. Oh, man, I love the Melting Pot, man. It's good stuff. 
I brought a tray full of dippable things, and I'm dipping everything in chocolate. I'll bet you are. Don't let Josh see it. I'll be dipping myself soon. No. He'll be dipping himself in chocolate. I'm so glad I'm not there. No, actually, I would have liked that, though. I love the uh, fondue, man. Now, do they just bring in the dessert fondue, or they also bring in that cheese fondue? Uh, well, they got a whole bunch of different dips in here, like uh, oh, that's right. Let me white tell you. chocolate, peanut butter chocolate, chocolate, raspberry mm-hmm. dark chocolate. Oh, oh, raspberry dark chocolate! Oh, my uh, blood sugar is going up, and I'm listening to this. Oreo marshmallow dark chocolate. Dip. Oh no! Oh my God! Yeah, I'm gonna dip some pound cake into that right now. Wow! It's not like they brought you all the dessert stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> they didn't bring in well, like the, the Swiss meat, cheese stuff. No, the meat's in trouble. But we're going to work meat, something out. We're, the meat uh, and the, the then they also have. But wait a minute! They also have cubes of cheese. I believe they stick in the um in that besides the meat. Uh, maybe maybe not. I think they do. Do you? No. no. They said. Like I said, they don't. But anyway, it sounds fantastic. That's a lot more variety than we ever used to have back in back in the day when I discovered the melting pot a hundred years ago. What are these black Good stuff? Balls? Let's see for our pool. Man's, what does that say? A man scenes, man sears on Douglas Road near the Seventh Street. Oh, what about the monks in? What about the monks in? Are they small potatoes just because they wear them bad schmatas, man? And they look like a bunch of geeks. Put it on the, the monks in. Let you have any chocolate? And what else does it say? Moral Castle, Little Havana. M O R R. I can't read what that first one is. Can you? On Douglas I mean, Road near Seventh Street. Let me look at it. Man sears, man scenes, man uh, monsieur. I think it's man sears. Uh, what, oh, yeah, like Brian Sears. He's my man, Brian Sears. What was the name of the restaurant on Brickell near uh, high, uh, the High Regency, Miami? Hank used to eat there. Well, it's was called Hank uh, Huh? That's called Hank Up. He'll know. No, no, I think I know what that is. That was, uh, oh, geez. I was thinking about this yesterday. I meant to ask him this morning. It was, uh, it'll come back to me. Somebody will call it in. Also, the Cotillion in Miami on Southwest 124th Street in South Dixie. And last but not least, Flynn's Dixie Ribs at Founder 57 and a second in South Dixie. This is from Art. Thanks, Art. The Cotillion in Miami. Got the Cotillion? We got it now. C-O-T-I-L-L-I-O. What do you got it right there? You got the facts. Why am I spelling it for you? It's all right. Is it Monty Trainers? Is that the one who guy's talking about? I'll have to take your word for it. Monty Trainers. Maybe that's not the one. It just seems to me. I don't know. We'll ask. I should ask Hank this morning because otherwise it'll be too late. Marlins and Hialeah discuss ballpark. All I can say to that is, <laughs> we'll get into that. WQAM. Hello. Yeah, hello. Yes, sir. Yes. Did anybody bring up Taurus in the Grove, the Taurus Steakhouse? No. I think they closed down to make condos. Okay. Taurus Steakhouse in the Grove. Very popular. Got it. Thanks, Pally. You got it, Taurus, not to be confused with Taurus. Taurus, like the uh, astrological... Taurus, T-A-R-U-S. Taurus? USA, Taurus. They had Taurus in the Grove, and that's why Taurus is no longer there. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. One day you uh, forgot for your poll was Xanadu. Xanadu? Yeah. Where's that? That's in Orlando. (laughs) (laughs) WQAM, hello. Not there on five. Mark that down. Not a good sign. WQAM, hello. QAM? Yeah, the restaurant was called Mancini's, you dumbass. Yeah, well, how about spelling it right, schmuck? M-A-N-C-E-N-E. Mancini ain't with an E-N-E, okay? Putz. And it's spelled with an S. Yeah. As in S-H. Mancini's. I wonder how Henry's doing. Is he still dead? I think so. Oh! I'm at Henry Barrow. WQAM, hello. 
Hey, Neil. How are you, sir? Okay, sir. Uh, what about the studio? You remember that one? Yeah, the studio's got, uh, it's in third place, 48 votes. Okay, and uh, the, I think the name that you're looking for on Brickle was Size Rivergate. Size Rivergate, that's where Hank used to eat all the time. That's the one. Okay, so you have a great day. That's long gone, right? Yes, sir. Thanks. Size Rivergate, that's the one. C-Y apostrophe as Rivergate. Size. Hank used to eat there all the time. That's why he weighs 600 pounds. See, I knew that now. What? The callers. Yeah, well, of course they know. And if I just shut up and take some of these calls instead of keep reading that Herald poll over and over again. But, I, you know, there's a message in there for them. There's a message. What's you the want message? to diddle with us? We'll diddle with you back. How do you like that? Lean on losers. Us. They're a bunch of losers over there, man. They're a bunch of wannabes with rich daddy's money playing radio, playing make-believe radio on Dennis Collins' uh, phony station. I was starting to say before about 790 and FUN, and then, of course, it was uh, WNWS. You know that they went off the air. They went dark first. We went on the air... Mm-hmm. In 1978, about April, uh, April 30, 78, uh, after the station had been shut off for uh, quite some time, uh, like out of nowhere. And I was on at night, doing 8 to midnight, and I remember the first, I think the first call I took was from Oakland Park. And I thought, call from Oakland Park, because on KET the signal was so bad, it would be a cold day in hell we'd ever get a call from Oakland Park. You know, we were the Miami Beach station with that real fuzzy, nasty signal at about 10 watts. And here, W Snooze 790. And then, of course, uh, remember the Snooze Cruise, the, uh, when they finally gave up on the talk, when we put them out of business? Right, I remember. And uh, then 790 became, uh, what, Jefferson Pilot uh, Desperation. No, seriously, what did it become after that? I don't know. Was that when they went to become waxy and they were like, uh, wasn't there something in the... Right. Huh? And they were, like, brokering all the time, and they had all those losers on the air, and uh, silly-ass... Uh, and, and then we started farming out stuff over there when we had two ball games, when we, like, uh, contracted two things at the same time, which Greg is famous for. And we started using them as, like, our farm station. And then all of a sudden came Joel Feinberg's daddy with a whole bunch of money. Let's play sports radio! <laughs> yeah. Let's be big shots now. We got the Dolphins for four and a half million a year. Wow. Then, of course, we got Jimmy Syphilis doing the games, which is... Uh, Pathetic. I'm thinking if they were smart, which they're not, they they get. Uh, I mean, they're not, never going to put him on the air. Well, no, I guess they can't because they got Joe Rose. I, I just can't see Mo and Joe doing the doing the, the Dolphin Mojo game show. Again. It'd be yeah. natural. No, I don't think I, they're going to be working on the Dolphin games or anything else together. I'm see, that's what this is what happens when you burn your bridges and you alienate everybody, Mo. I tried to tell you that you wouldn't listen to me. When you piss off everybody, then all of a sudden all the doors are closed. Uh, that's correct. But that would make sense, though, if, uh, you know, put him back on there doing a play-by-play. Maybe the little dog could, like, uh, I don't know. Because if they were smart, they would have let, they let uh, Howard and, uh, I can't believe I called him Howard. They would have let Moe and the Mad Dog just continue doing the games over there. There wasn't nothing wrong with that. Oh, we don't want to promote them. They're on another station. So instead they put on Jimmy Syphilis. You fair. And people are just squealing all over town about it. You've got to be kidding us. Is that, that's... That's your idea of a football broadcast? Big deal. Yeah. Twelve minutes after twelve at five sixty. I'll tell you, speaking of big, the beast who weighed about seven zillion, he he would get on the scale and just goes tilt. That's all. And he he did balance for life the first time, and he lost sixty pounds, remember? I do. And then they start stealing. Somebody in the building was stealing his sack, and he got off the sack, and he stopped eating the food, and he blew up again. Well, he's on it again now for serious because he wants to lose that weight before his uh, wedding day. He's lost nine pounds, and he'll lose a damn lot more. And Balance for Life has done it for you again just in time for Valentine's Day. Pamper your significant other and yourself at the same time with gourmet meals and snacks delivered daily in that little black sack for less than 20 bucks a day. It's called the Double Deal. 
And if you sign up now, Balance for Life will give you the book, What to Eat in the Zone, The Secrets of the Zone Diet, with recipes and helpful hints. Now you and your spouse, a friend, co-worker can both share the benefits and the convenience of the Zone Diet. Remember uh, Jay Sears and Barry Sears and Gene Sears and Dr. Uh, whatever his name was, Sears. What is his name that wrote the Zone? Barry. That's what I just said. You'll both get your choice of two meals and two snacks, two bottles of water, and two utensil packs. Now, that is a double deal. And deliveries included, too. They deliver right to your door at home, work, wherever you're going to be hanging it out. And besides enjoying the weight loss and health benefits of Balance for Life, you can really enjoy the convenience, too. If you know you're going out for dinner, you can choose to eat just breakfast and lunch. You can choose and eat your two meals per day anytime you want to. And don't forget, Balance for Life is the only service that lets you choose your meals. They bring you a menu, and you pick and choose whatever you want for each meal, each snack, etc. So grab a friend right now, get signed up, and start receiving meals, and get the book What to Eat in the Zone, and start losing that disgusting, debilitating, gross, unhealthy fat right away. Call Balance for Life, 866-225-4543. That's 866-225-4543, or on the web, it's balanceforlife.com. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Sounds like a moron. Every time he speaks, it's the way God wants to take a city and cover it in sweets. Ray Nagin can. Ray Nagin can. Ray Nagin can. Ray Nagin can, cause he wants to make New Orleans taste good. And I don't care what people are saying. He sounds like Jesse Jackson. We as black people. His comments are bizarre. Surely God is mad. Compares the locals to a Willy Wonka bar. Chocolate. Yes, Ray Nagin can. Ray Nagin can, cause he wants to make New Orleans taste good. It's time for us to come together. It's time for us to rebuild a New Orleans, the one that should be uptown or wherever they are. This city will be chocolate, a chocolate New Orleans. He never takes the blame for anything he says. Chocolate at the end of the day. Put that chocolate in some coffee and you'll pop one for this. Renegan can. Renegan can. No, I can. Renegan can because he wants to make New Orleans taste good. You can't have New Orleans no other way. It wouldn't be New Orleans. Okay, so save some of that fondue, because then you can dip New Orleans in it, and it'll all be chocolate. Is that a good idea? Oh, yeah, it's a great idea. Now, you see, I interrupted your lunch there. Yeah, I know. What's left? I can't. Well, what are you eating there now? I, I am eating, at the moment, a strawberry, but we have pineapple, pound cake. I don't know what these things are. Hang on. Get some marshmallows. Ooh, marshmallows. Marshmallows, that, uh... rolled in graham cracker crumbs. Ah! Fudge. Oh. Marshmallows covered with what's that? With Oreo cookie crumbs mm. and pineapple and pound cake. I already said pound cake. My blood sugar just went up to seven hundred. And they've got all kinds of dipping chocolates. White You're chocolate, it? butterscotch chocolate, peanut wow. butter chocolate, raspberry chocolate, and the marshmallow Oreo. See, chocolate. it's a damn good thing that, that we discovered this for a lot of people out there who aren't diabetic and aren't going to die from this because. Uh, this is way above and beyond in the beginning when it was pretty simple and pretty, uh, you know, they only had like a few different things. Now they got like 80 million different things you can dip it in. And the guys are nice. They're going to give me a make good melting pot meal. Remember I told you about my nightmare? Yes, I did in North Miami Beach. Well, they're going to they're gonna make it good even though it wasn't their fault. These are uh, different guys. Well, thank God for that. 
931 votes on the poll. What was the best South Florida restaurant? And, you know, I just discovered that Josh Cordes is illiterate. Why is that? <laughs> you discovered that? No, I just Why is I that? discovered it long. I, I spelled it out for you. Size Rivergate. C-Y apostrophe S. He's got S-Y apostrophe Rivergate. I would have called it S-I-Z-E apostrophe Rivergate. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever my ass. I was dipping chocolate over here. Yeah, you were dipping it all right. That's what I'm afraid of. Kids, cereal. Don't let Duff hear about it. What was the best South Florida restaurant to close in the last 20 years? Burton Jacks 186. Wolfie's 114. The Studio 50. Pumpernick's 49. My Pie 45. Corky's in North Miami Beach 43. That place was... That was the, that was like the landmark of South Florida. Once that place closed down, you could just uh, pack up the flag and uh, head on out for Ogis or somewhere. Just get out. The ground round forty down under thirty nine. And you know what else is not there? Not that it's not for this poll, but it just brings a tear to my what? eye. That Baskin Robbins drive through on one hundred sixty third. Right. You know what I'm That's talking about? I do. I know exactly which one you're talking about. In fact, across the street used to be um, what was the department store that I'm sure is not there anymore. I don't know. Uh, Jay Byron. No, not Jay Byron. Sayers. Not Sayers. Um, uh, come on. You can do it. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. But you know where I'm talking about anyway. Ames. No. Thinking. Uh, Jordan, it was, it was Jordan Marsh. Not Jordan Marsh. Now you're getting warm. I love Jordan Marsh, though. Yeah, they were great. Every time there's a store I like, they close it down. Every time here there's a restaurant I like, they close it down, too. Uh, oh, gee. Well, it wasn't I, Jefferson's. Oh, Jefferson's. Jefferson's. Right. See, all you had to do was think of uh, Wheezy, and you thought of the Jefferson's. Anyway, that's where the uh, Baskin-Robbins drive through. And there were some days, like at IOD, when you'd have one of those depressing days, and Boy Gary was acting up, or uh, Mike Disney was thrown up in a wastebasket. And on the way home, I would, I would take a little turn off there at the Golden Glades and get 163rd and go into that drive through at the Baskin-Robbins uh, joint. Oh, man. Did a lot of damage to myself, but it sure was good. The ground round 40, down under 39. Mr. Coney Island, 37. Schmutz. Mike Gordon's, 36. New York Steakhouse, 35. That was supreme, man. That was excellent. Hemingway's, 31. George's wife used to work there. Yes, Casa Vecchia, 28. Tina Spaghetti House, 27. Le Dome, 25. Il Molino, 21. In Davie, the other one in Fort Lauderdale by the Gateway Theater is still there. Please. English Pub, 20. Vito's, 20. Vito's. Hank loved Vito's, too. I think that was one of his sponsors once upon a time. Vito's. We'll uh, discuss all of this with him in the morning with Fatso. Rocky Graziani, 17. Paisano's, 13. Mitch's Steakhouse, a dozen. Beef Steak Charlie's, 10, where they had the sangria and all you can eat and peel a shrimp. Eat it and peel it and peel it and eat it and stick it. Clifford's, 8. Top of the Home, 8. Vinny's, 7. Torres Steakhouse, 4. Charter, 3. Gibby's, 2. Two Guys Pizza, 2. The Rooney Pub, 2. Size Rivergate. And look at this Eric, man, because I know you can't do it. You can't change it. Eric did it, right? Eric did it. See, once we got into this food thing, that caught his attention. <laughs> <laughs> caught our and attention. So, yeah, so he really... Thanks, Eric. Size Rivergate, we spelled it right, even though Josh is illiterate and busy with the dipping his thing. One, Mancini's none and Monk's in one. So no matter how you spell Mancini, uh, you know, here this guy's illiterate and he's uh, giving me a song to dance because I can't figure out what it is. M-A-N-C-E-R-X-Y-Z-Q-P. Nice. Nice spelling, idiot. Well, maybe if they had a better spelling, they'd still be in business. Right, that could be it. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. I got two for you. I got two, I got a question for you, too. Go ahead. I did, last night I was going through some pictures in my house, mm-hmm. and I got a, I've got. i been driving a truck here in Miami. What year was it you had those? I had a bumper, style, a bumper sticker on my uh, front tire, on my front bumper. 
Yeah. That with a big foot said, go home, frogs. How long ago was that? Oh, I don't, I don't even know which station that was from. Was that on Zeta or was that on IOD? I think it was IOD, but if you remember the big foot and the frog was under it? Vaguely. I, it brings back, yeah, but I would say 89, 90, something like that. 89 or 90. Okay, yeah. I got two restaurants for you. Yes, sir. Wayne Arnold's and uh, then the Barbecue Barn. <laughs> barbecue Barn, where was that? Over on 7th Avenue, down the street from Wayne Arnold's. Okay. Well, Wayne, Wayne, Wayne is reopening any minute, so we're not going to put nah, him in there. I went by there the other day. It looks bad, man. What do you mean? I don't know. It just don't look like he's doing anything to it. Well, he's he's doing something to it. I can't say it on the air what he's doing, but he, he's going to reopen. <laughs> Have a great day, Pally. You too, buddy. Get rid of them frogs. That's what they said in Magnolia. So we don't want to put Wayne on there because he, he didn't he call us here not that he, long he ago. Did. He'll be reopening. He'll be. He'll get it going again. Just give him some time, man. Of course, in that neighborhood, you can only work uh, in certain hours in the daytime when the sun is very bright. Like uh, now, what was the other one he said? The great. barbecue barn. Right. Okay, we'll see how Josh spells that. Highly amazing. Hi, that's probably right. Hialeah may not look a lot like Wrigleyville in Chicago, but Marlins president, uh, oh, this is chopped off, so I can't read it. Good. Told Hialeah Mayor Julio Rebena that he can see Florida's fifth largest city as with a future Wrigley Field. During an hour-long meeting yesterday, the two discussed potential sites for the Marlins. We love the Marlins. They really blow. I mean, Robaina proposed two locations where it could be built, on the Hylia Park racetrack and on the site of the former Peerless Dade something or other undeveloped area of the city. How about the Cock and Bull restaurant in Hialeah huh, in uh, North Miami Beach? They're right there. They used to be a sponsor of mine and Craig Worthing, too. That was, I'm trying to remember the name of the family. The guy's name was Saul, uh, and his son ran the one in Hialeah. So they're out of That was a good place. I beg your pardon? Not Salfus. No, I understand. Cock and Bull Restaurant. You want to put that? And I, and I don't know what year they closed down, but they had two of them. I don't want to put it on the poll. I just want to say it a whole bunch of times on the air. No, well, don't. Uh, like I said, the Joyce and Bull. <laughs> now, what was the uh, what was that other place? Herb Betts. I wonder if they closed down. That was another sponsor of mine for about ten minutes. Herbie Golub. Neil, what's wrong with my commercials? The guy, he, he, <laughs> listen to me. This was a WS News. He would sit and he would time his live spot with a stopwatch. And if it was like 58 seconds, it could have been the best spot I ever did in my life. But if it was a 58 seconds, he was not happy because he didn't get a 60 seconds, yeah? What's wrong with my commercials? Bye-bye, Herbie. And I guess he uh, sold it to somebody and it was still around, and maybe it is or not. I guess a lot of the cops used to eat near Herbets. Whatever, whatever that means, you know? You know what that means? That means they don't pay and they're probably going to pay. Oh, I business. see. <laughs> yeah. Just like the cops that used to eat all, make the coffee and eat all the donuts there on that convenience store on the corner of um, University and, um, uh, where is it? And Broward Boulevard. Oh, and Broward Mall. <laughs> Don't you remember that? There's a bank or something. They, they went uh, belly up. Maybe too many free donuts and too much coffee for the plantation cops. Oh, well, that's the way it goes. That's the way it goes. There he goes again. Knocking over. There's some plantation cops that are good guys. They like me a lot. And then there's some, like the chief, who's a real uh, a-hole. When we come back after the break, I'm going to take a, a sneak peek there at that Greg Kotex thing, and we better like be approaching. We had 777 last time I looked. 77, huh? What do you think? I try not to. Rosemary Clooney, come on to my house, boy. Could she belt out that tune or no? No. What year was that? And her sister Betty Clooney was married. A chicken neck will love this. Betty Clooney was married to Poopy Campo. Okay. Yeah. See, you think I'm making that up? Ask Chicken Neck. He'll tell you. Poopy Campo, some kind of a musician, some kind of a goofball. I used to show up like on the Today Show or some of those different kinds of idiotic shows, you know. I'm sure he'll tell me all about it. At Back in the day with the Dave Garraway and Jack Les Schooley and the Chimp and that stuff. Poopy Campo. Sounds like something you got in your backyard. Caca. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh. 27 past noon at 560. I see everybody's in such a great mood today as opposed to yesterday. We're a little bit down, a little bit depressed. Yeah. We got joyced. It's a party atmosphere here. But today we're having like a big party. It has nothing to do, of course, with the fact that our incompetent, that our inept sales, that uh, Curtis is leaving. Not Curtis Stevenson. Don't get panicky, but Curtis Raymond Burr is leaving. So I guess Joe Bell, his idea when he came in was to come in. I wouldn't say clean house would be the word, but come in and uh, clean out the sludge, you know. Get rid of all the festering sores. Get rid of the chankers that were, like, uh, infecting the building. Nice going, Joe. Now, he's not too crazy about you. 28 past noon at QAM. Dry Concepts. I've been telling you for years about their expertise in carpet cleaning and how they've cleaned my carpets for over 20 long years. Right now, I want you to take advantage of their maintenance contract that provide you with a 10% discount on all of our concept services, including their one-of-a-kind carpet cleaning that makes your carpets look and feel and smell just like brand new. Leather, drapery, oriental rug cleaning, too. Dry Concepts also specialize in pet odor treatments, ceramic tile, and grout cleaning. When in doubt, clean that baby out. Mattress cleaning and lots more. And during the month of February, which starts tomorrow last time I checked, Dry Concepts has got a special offer on upholstery cleaning for you. Now, don't replace the furniture just because it's soiled. Spelled S-O-L-I-D-E-D, solided or soiled. Let dry concepts rejuvenate your furniture at a fraction of the cost of replacement or reupholstering. Is your uh, furniture uh, solided? Mm-hmm. All the dry concepts technicians are specially trained and certified to provide you with the best possible service, and they'll always give you upfront a written estimate. Never any attack-ons at the end of the job. Oh, sorry, it's going to cost you a lot more. They give you a written guaranteed estimate upfront and professional service all the time. Don't be fooled by the imitators. There's only one dry concepts. I sure, I'm sure you made a big investment when you decorated your home, and now it's time to protect that major investment. Call Dry Concepts today in Dave Broward in the Palm Beaches. It's a tool-free call. And don't forget February's special upholstery cleaning. Dry Concepts at 1-800-248-5071. That's 1-800-248-5071. Be sure and tell them that illiterate dry, uh, Troy Stratford told you to call. Or on their website, it's dryconcepts.com. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Come on. You've got a lot of bucks in your rich way. I think you suck, you son of a bitch. Absolutely. Way. You've made a lot of money by ripping off those baseball loving fans. I think it's true that way down deep you'll always be a garbage man. And now the Marlins are in last place. Wayne, I'd like to punch you right in the face. Wayne, a lot of people want to vomit at the mention of your name. A team and root with it, and I know just why you're doomed with it. We always get a screwing with Wayne. You really put us down in the dumps, Wayne. You played us all for major league chumps, Wayne. You're gonna sell the Marlins. And you will collect a pile of cash It's kind of strange that now somebody else is picking up your trash Your bald and pockmarked head makes me sick 
I'd like to give your ass a big kick. Let them wait. Your Nazi brown shirt ownership definitely shows a lack of brain. I don't care what you buy yourself. Your way of doing business sells. I wish that you would go to hell, And the reason I played that now, besides the fact that I haven't played it enough over the years, Fort Lauderdale billionaire H. Wayne Heisinger is slated to be inducted into Junior Achievements U.S. Business Hall of Fame in an April ceremony in Milwaukee. <laughs> All right. The Hall of Shame. How's that Blockbuster Park coming? Pretty good? Oh, it's, yeah, it's great. You should visit. Heisinger, owner of the Dolphins, is recognized as the only person to build three businesses into four, uh, Fortune 500 companies. They are AutoNation, Schlockbuster Entertainment, and Waste Management. Garbage is his middle name. Also being inducted are Home Depot co-founders and, uh, let's see, uh, chief executive of Build-A-Beer Workshop and a bunch of other people nobody ever heard of. In a statement, Junior Achievement said the six were selected for induction based on their business excellence, vision, innovation, leadership, and community involvement. Last year, Heisinger and his wife, Marty, donated $2 million for the Junior Achievement Heisinger Center for Free Enterprise on the Broward County Community College North Campus in Coconut Creek. And he smeared them and they're smearing back, you know. One hand smears the other. The old smearer Wayne with that very bad, bad complexion. I was just thinking about those days, that one glorious fluke year the Panthers had when they went to the Stanley Cup Finals and everybody was throwing the rats, and that's all anybody talked about in South Florida. We love the Panthers, all that phony. And he used to sit with his wife, Marty, down there in the, behind the goal, kind of in the corner there. And every now and then they'd have the brain stem in there, too, with them, you know. Hey, we love the Panthers. And, of course, uh, after that, it was all went south, you know. Once Marty saw Doug McLean uh, mouthing those uh, four-letter words. In fact, Marty Heisinger, she enjoys, and uh, Tipper Gora to get together. Now, did you right? partake in throwing the rats? No, I did not. Yeah. I, I don't believe in throwing crap on the ice. Okay. And the fact that before the season started, uh, there were people saying, oh, well, they've asked the league. Uh, if they... No, no, you can't. Throwing crap on the ice. It's strictly a South Florida Bush League thing, you know. But it was very exciting yeah, at the time. It was very exciting. Yeah, well, what about the hats? What about that? Back in the day. Yeah, what about the Octo? Don't they do well, the What do you mean back in the day? What do you mean back in the day? Do they still throw hats out there? That's for a hat trick. For that's for the guy right. scores three goals. They still throw those on there. But that's not like the rats. Well, what about like the octopus with the red wings? What about it? I think that's disgusting and grotesque. I think it's funny. Well, I'm glad you do, okay? I'm, I'm glad, in fact, uh, maybe they ought to throw an octopus on your head and see how you like it. Wrap its testicles all around you. We, we did that. He did like it. Uh, that's what I heard. That's why. And in fact, I heard he's dip, dipping some octopus in that fondue right now, too. By the way, I'm going to pass out. Just want to, I want to put that out there. If you hear Your me blood sugar is it. probably like 17,000 right now. Oh, God. You know, you're supposed to eat that very slowly so it doesn't yeah, like, a, right. not like a jolt to your system and send your blood sugar, sugar soaring up there. Oh, for me! Then when you get up, your blood sugar is going to drop suddenly and you're going to pass out on the floor. Of course, you ought to be used to it. We're always talking about that every time you're out sick, how you're always passed out. You know, other people, they get a head cold, they get a sore throat. George just keeps falling on the floor, That's you know, well, staggering around. Actually hiding under the bed crying. No, anyway, I don't blame uh, you. if you had we been understand. here, you would have had By to By the way, his wife this. used to work it. I beg your pardon? You would have had to eat this in the end. And isn't that great? There's another good reason I'm not there. I'm not, I don't eat during the show. Right. I do not eat during the show, which is probably why I'm still alive. So this it brings so back good. those tearful memories of the days that that lady brought in that rugelach. Right. With pure sugar coating on the outside, just, just bathing in sugar. And I ate that, and my sugar was going up and up and up, and my head was uh, spinning like a dreidel. I 
didn't have any idea what planet I was on. Well, you would have eaten this whole tray, and you Man, could have eaten dead right there I in the it. ambulance on the way to the hospital. Right. The best South Florida. Oh, here you go. That was a great place. And they closed. Yesterday's in Fort Lauderdale on Neutral Coastal. That was a fantastic place. Great French onion soup and prime rib. The best scenic views. You're right. And yesterday's is closed. I guess it's yesterday now, huh? It's history. Yep. With Mary Schallenberger. It's history. Uh, fourth on the outside. Hit it again, Mary. Um, <laughs> yesterday's. You got it? We got it. I guess you can spell that. He has felt that. Both of these guys, their blood sugar is soaring, and we apologize for that. They're uh, swimming in uh, melting pot. What a great place. Well, when you told me about that dark raspberry chocolate fondue. Mm. Oh, oh. They had white chocolate amaretto dip. Mmm. White chocolate. Ray Nagin ain't too happy about that. Now, listen. Here's the poll so far from the Herald. Greg Kotex. Favorite sports talk host, 360 votes. Mad Dog, 156. Joe Rose, 78. The Humper, 68. And Dan LeBastard. Uh, bringing up the rear, 58. Least favorite, 338. Dan LeBastard here, uh, leading, leading by far, 145. The Humper, 87. Sid the Kid, 76. And the Big O has got... About 30, man. Rock solid. I like that. They love the Big O. What a surprise. And as far as the two stations, head-to-head, nose-to-nose, side by each, uh, your favorite uh, sports talk uh, of these big two, QAM, 729 and 790, 136. You follow those out of 865. No. 729-136. We'll go way over 1,000. Like I said, I want to see 50,000 votes on that uh, uh, Greg Kotex blog. I want to see votes oozing out of the computer, falling on the floor, and dripping all over the carpet. Then call Dry Concepts. See what I'm saying? 729-136. I'm saying they suck. And that's what Beth Bernstein said, too, man. She said, working over there, she said, no matter how bad it is here. She said, that's Joel Feinberg. I wouldn't wish him on Hitler. And I can't believe she said that. Isn't that incredible? It's incredible. Brett Bernstein said that. She, she outed the whole deal going on over there. She, she knows where all the bodies are buried, too. She knows about Stu Gotts' rich daddy and uh, Stu Gotts' ain't Gotts. That's what she said, Stu. Or whatever the hell your name is this week. She said, you ain't Gotts. Maybe she was thinking about his real name, John Wiener. Ain't Gotts. 9.55 on our poll. The best South Florida restaurant to close in the last 20 years. Burton Jack's 189. Oh, Jesus. Wolfie's 115. The Studio 53. Let's move it up to third. Pumpernick's 52. I mean, Pumpernick's was very good, but how do you put Pumpernick's in a class like with a studio? It's just, <laughs> isn't it kind of silly? It, it, it is. Maybe we have a lot of old Jews listening now who like to steal the silverware in the sweet and low. My Pie 46. Corky's, North Miami Beach, 43. Them little potato lockies, man. Oh, it was Hanukkah all year long. The ground round, 40. Down under, 40. Mr. Coney Island, 38. Actually, the food there was okay. It was just an unappetizing place. You just wanted to always take out, run outside. Mike Gordon's, 36. New York Steakhouse, 36. Marty, Marty Sussman, big fat guy, dead. Hemingway's, 33. You know who used to work there? Yeah, Tina Spaghetti House, 28. Casa Vecchia, 28. Le Dome, 25. Il Molino and Davy, 21. You bastards, why did they close that down? English Pub, 20. Vito's, 20. Rocky Graziani, still 17. At 17 this morning, still got 17. And that's because only 17 of us are old enough to remember how good it was. Paisano's, 13. Hey, Paisan. Mitch's Steakhouse, 12. Beefsteak Charlie's, 11. Clifford's, 8. Top of the Home, 8 in Hollywood. Top of the Home used to be like a sponsor of... Uh, 
Bob Savage, rest in peace, he used to do the dog racing show on the cable on channel what used to be 51. Okay. I think Jicky used to be on there, too. And uh, Top of the Home was their sponsor in Hollywood. Dick, Dick, uh, what the hell was his name? Dick Cammy. Oh, what a brain, what a mind from 100 years ago. Dick Cammy's Top of the Home restaurant. And the thing was spinning around like a dreidel, the restaurant. I think it started spinning too fast. That's why they went out of business. Uh, Vinny 7, where you slide off the toilet seat. Taurus Steakhouse, a 5. Two Guys Pizza, a 3. All for a... Charter 3, Gibby's 2, the Rooney Pub 2, Yesterday's 1, Barbecue Barn 1, Size Rivergate 1, Mancini's, no matter how you spell it, ain't got none. And the Monks Inn has got none out of 960 votes. The Monks Inn has got oh. The Monks Inn was sensational. What is wrong with you people, man? That is bad. You know, I mean, you can't live in the past, but a lot of us would like to. In fact, wouldn't we like to turn the clock back about 20 years? Maybe... <laughs> About 30, man. 30 years, and then, like, do it all over again, only this time. What do you do? That's a good number. <laughs> only this time. Get it right. This is Neil Rogers. You fair. This is 562 AM. Beware of exploding balls. They're two Miami cops with a hot new beach. They're on the streets fighting crime. They pop at the handicapped face there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Hallandale Vice. We got a problem. The gray gang is up to their little tricks. Lieutenant, isn't that the group of senior citizens who went around trying to get the early bird special after seven? Yeah, they're back in town. Let's go get them. They'll stop at nothing to clean up the streets. Hey, lady, you can't cross here. You'll have to cross in the light. And they're determined to clean up the smuggling business. All right, sister, you're under arrest. Oh, so now you're arresting my wife. What's the charge? Session of powder. Open that purse, Tom. Let's see that white stuff. Yeah, just a thought. She's got over 100 bags in here. Of what? Sweet and low. From that restaurant you just came out of. Let's take them in. Yes, they're coming in Miami Cubs on the hot new beat in Allendale Vice. Premiering this fall on MBZ. You know, one of the real sweet ironies of this whole thing with the Palestinian election and Hamas winning in a landslide. Yeah. And now the rest of the world is saying, well, uh, you don't recognize Israel, and therefore we aren't going to do business with you, and we're not going to give you any money, and we don't like your uh, attitude. Uh, you know, isn't that what they've been talking about, is all this free and democratic elections? Right. And that was uh, the big claim uh, to fame. Oh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to have democratic elections, but we don't like the result of it, so screw you guys. You know? And isn't that the big reason that we were supposed to support Israel, that they're the only democracy, even though they... Right. Well, but if you don't like who we like, then uh, screw you yeah. guys. You know, they send Condoleezza out there with a big mouth talking yeah. crap. George it all writes. Now, this is going to, that's not that long. Damn it. I mean, God forbid I should read something by Gore Vidal, right? Hey, Gore. Right. You fairy. What does he know? He says, today, the 31st of January, in the hallowed year, election year of 06, could be a memorable day if we all do our part, which is simply to concentrate, among other things, and do perhaps what a couple of groups have decided would be useful for the president, I guess, his State of the Union. We might give him some idea of our state, which is one of great dissatisfaction with him and his regime. And there's talk of perhaps demonstrating in front of the Capitol or here or there around the country to show that the Union is occupied by people who happen to be patriots, and patriots do not like this government. This is an unpatriotic government. This is a government that deals openly in illegalities, whether it's attacking a country which has done no harm to us, two countries, Iraq and Afghanistan, because now we believe not in declaring war through Congress as the Constitution requires, but through the President. Well, I think there are some terrorists over there, and I think we've got to bomb them. Huh? We'll bomb them. Now, we've had idiots as presidents before. He's not unique, but he's certainly the most active idiot we've ever had. 
And now here we are planning new wars, ongoing wars in the Middle East. And so he comes with a State of the Union, which he's going to justify eavesdropping without judicial warrants on anybody in the U.S. he wants to listen in on. This is what we call dictatorship. Dictatorship. Dictatorship, and it's time that we objected. Don't wait till uh, the next election and do it through that. We just can't trust the elections, thanks to Diabold and SNS and all the electronic devices which are being flogged across this country to make sure that elections can be rigged so that the villains will stay in power. I think demonstrations across the country could be very useful on this famous Tuesday. Just say no. We've had enough of you. Go home to Crawford. We'll help you raise the money for a library. You won't even have ever have to read a book. We're not cruel. We just got right to get rid of you and let you be an ex-president with his own library, which you can fill up with friends of yours who can neither read nor write, but they'll be well-served and well-paid, we hope, by corporate America, which will love you forever. So I think it really is up to us to give some resonance to the State of the Union, which will uh, be largely babble. He's not going to really try to do anything about Social Security, we read in the papers. He has no major moves other than going on and on about the legality of his illegal warrantless eavesdropping and other breakings of the law. I had a piece on the Internet some of you may have seen a few days ago, and there's a story about Tiberius, who's one of my favorite Roman emperors. He's had very bad press because the wrong people press have written history. But when he became emperor, the Senate of Rome sent him congratulations for the comment, any law that you want us to pass, we shall do so automatically. He sent a message back. He said, this is outrageous. Suppose I go mad. Suppose I don't know what I'm doing. Suppose I'm dead and somebody's pretending to be me. Never do that. Never expect something, uh, Never accept something like preemptive war, which luckily the Roman Senate did not propose preemptive wars against places that they didn't like, but Mr. Bush has done that. So this is sort of a Tiberius time without basically a good emperor, and he was a good emperor in the sense that he sent back this legislation, which was to confirm anything he wanted to have done automatically. And they sent it back to him again, and then he said, how eager are you, are, how eager are you to be slaves and washed his hands of the Senate and went to live in Capri, a much wiser choice, just as we can send this kid back to Crawford, Texas, where he'll be very, very happy cutting bushes of the leafy variety. You know, it's at a time when people say, well, it makes no difference what we do, you know, if we march and make speeches and this and that. It makes a lot of difference if millions of Americans just say, we're fed up, we don't like you. We don't like what you're doing to the country and what you've done to the country. We don't like to live in a lawless land where the rule of law has just been bypassed and hacks are appointed to the federal bench who will carry on and carry on and carry on all of the illegalities which are so desperately needed by our military industrial corporate masters. I think a day dedicated to that and to just showing up here and here and there around the country will be a good thing to do. And so let the powers that be know that back of them there's something called we the people of the United States and all sovereignty rests in us, not in the boardrooms of the Republicans. But then again, what does Gore Vidal know, right? Well, I was going to say what he doesn't know. Yeah. But then I took it back. 5670560, pound 560 in the Verizon and Singular Wireless Line. By the way, speaking of your president, latest poll as of yesterday, NBC... And whoever else, uh, ABC, who is it? NBC, uh, Wall Street Journal poll. Approval rating, 39%. Oh, my God. Your president. Dumber than a box of sawdust. 39%. 54% disapproval rating. In addition, only 25% say they want to see Bush take the lead role in setting policy for the country. 49% say they prefer Congress. They don't like Congress much, but they uh, can stand him less. He's off track, says pollster, uh, what's his name, Hart, Peter Hart, all Hart, okay. who wonders if Bush will use his State of the Union address to strike a more conciliatory tone with his political opponents. If it's our way or the highway, it'll be a very long year for the president, uh, Peter Hart said. How do you like that? Very long year for him and for all of us, too. Oh, who's that fruitcake on there talking about the Oscars with the glasses? Who is that? One of those uh, movie critics? Shoo-in to win. There hasn't been such a sure thing since Oh, then. my God. My, oh, it's Michael Musto from the Village Voice. Hey, Michael. You fairy. Wow. 
Oh, and there's that scene from Brokeback Mountain. Look what they're doing there. As well. Has there ever been a that film of gay love that's won the Oscars before? The Oscars? Um, Kiss of the Spider Woman in the 80s won Best Actor for William Hurt, and that was about a gay, outrageous character with lots gay. of fancy ideas. And it was nominated for Best Picture. But no, this would probably be the first gay-themed movie to win Best Picture, and I'm quite certain it will. A big surprise, also perhaps the biggest challenger to Brokeback Mountain, Crash. Crash was a movie that uh, was very well received when it came out. It's about a Why is it that the movie critics all have to be either gay or have like a big mustache like an NBC Gene Shallot? I do like Shallots with my shallot, but nevertheless. Yes. I, I 5670561. That's a good point. I don't know why that is. Yeah. Tom 560, well, like, uh, what's his name? Rex Reed? Rex Reed. Oh, yeah. That's because us queens are supposed to have such good taste in everything, like clothing and uh -huh. uh, movies That's and a myth, you know. style. Like, uh, like Liza Minnelli, you know. Yes. And uh, what's that uh, cabaret? What about it? Five six seven oh five sixty. There are times when I walk the streets here and I see a whole bunch of people. I think you people look like uh, you're the cast from Cabaret. Well, life is a cabaret. Bunch of stand-ins. You know what I'm saying? WQAM. Hello. Wow, your pussy's really bleeding. WQAM. Hello. Dale. Yes, sir. Was that the Maikai you had on there on the thing? We they're, missed the mic. Still they're still in business. No, it's, we don't have the mic high on our thing. How do you like that? And we don't. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How about Soup Exchange? That's been closed for a long time. The Soup Exchange. That was, and uh, yeah. Smokehouse uh, Barbecue in, uh, in Hollandale. Okay. Smokehouse Barbecue in Hall Hollandale. Got it? Got it. And the Soup Exchange. Yeah, you can put that on there. It was okay. It was a good idea. That way you can go and trade soup for other soup. Yeah, you bring in a can of Campbell's, and they got, like, Heinz, and they got Progresso. Oh, no, idea. that was a place where they had all these great soups, and they had shallot. See, that was a psychic color. I was just saying about shallot. And um, and they, they they charge you by the pound, and by the ounce, by the weight. You know, you put your stuff on a plate, and they charge you by the weight. And it was kind of great, but you're too late because they're gone. Super interesting. Yeah, it was a, it's a good idea for people who love soups, and I happen to love soups, which most of them are, like, got a lot of fat in it. And, yeah. like, uh, you know, a lot of salt. Not good for you. Well, that's too bad because i got this low-fat consomme over here I'd like to trade for something. Else. Oh, low-fat soup. Oh, my yeah. God. The worst. There is not Like like dishwater. Mm -hmm. Dishwater. There is nothing in the world worse than low-fat and low-salt soup. You, it, it tastes like uh, something Paris Hilton left in that can. What do we got? We got 987. We're going to get to 1,000 votes right by the top of the hour. How do you like that, Josh Cordes? I told you. You said, nah, we can't do it. That's what I said? No. Sounds good, though. Hey, listen, don't get surly after you had that nice free lunch. Hey, I'm all. Pretty good stuff, huh? Yeah, it is. It's a melting pot Fort Lauderdale a whole bunch of times. Melting pot? Now, now where are they? They're at 1135 North Federal Highway in Fort Lauderdale. All right. You know who I uh, first laid eyes on? I have a very sentimental feeling for the melting pot for one reason. Yeah. The melting pot in Kendall. I guess uh, that was a sponsor way back when in the early days. Ma mainly the melting pot in Coral Springs. But at any rate, in fact, your best friend Dave used to work there at the melting pot in Coral Springs. How's my friend but doing? He's doing great. He says you talk a lot. Um, the one in Coral, <laughs> the one in Kendall. I walk in there because I guess I was going to have dinner. We're doing like uh, something there, and Alan Dresner was in there with some ugly friend of his from um, Cooper City High. Okay. Alan Dresner. And I looked at Alan, and I thought to myself... Oh, my God. Then I found out that all the kids who went to school with Alan thought he was a real a-hole, and that, uh, but whatever. 
You sure used to look good, Alan. Probably still do, but that's okay. Those were the days, man. Those were really the days. Those Zeta days, those those salad days, as they say. Now, what does that really mean, the salad days? I guess that's when you got salad. When Marcello used to, well, who do I want salad? salad? I'd rather have steak and lobster myself. Top of the hour, we'll be checking out that, listen, you folks have got a big assignment all this week. This isn't just a one-day deal now. And, of course, with Bo coming on at 2 o'clock, being kind of the duller that he is, he's a great guy, but he's very dull. I, and his name was not never even mentioned on there, which I think is grotesque disrespect. His name was never mentioned. Curtis Stevenson, Geldy was never mentioned. Intentionally, by the way, by Greg Kotex. So Bo's got an incentive to really lean on this thing, you know. Mm -hmm. Give us a whole bunch of votes on this stupid Greg Kotex Miami Herald blog poll. Wouldn't you think that Bo should give us a lot more? You'd think. 972 people have voted so far on that blog. Look at that. Looky, looky, here comes Cookie. Man, 825 prefer QAM, and 147 retards prefer Labastard on uh, whatever that other place is. This Across the is street, Neil Daddy's Rogers. Money Station. This is 560 QAM. Oh, my God. Don't you just hate people that use snappy openers for their show segments? Like that one to two hour. Uh -huh. This is Dan Rabbit. Former CBS Evening News anchorman, and now a punchline. My former network's inability to find a suitable replacement for me demonstrates my true genius and complete and total domination as an on the air talking head. But let us speak about some of the names who have been mentioned to replace me. First, Bob Schieffer. Nice enough man, but please, he's got less hair than Madonna's armpits. And everyone knows you can't conduct a train if you use Rogaine. Another name that has been bandied about is John Roberts, who currently anchors the Sunday CBS Evening News. There's a reason he's been on Sundays for so long. Plus, he's Canadian. And everyone knows when the camera light goes red, it can't be a hosehead. Then there's Scott Pelley from 60 Minutes. He was the guy who helped me make up the story about President Bush, I think. Plus, he's skinnier than Kelly Ripper. And everyone knows you have to have a meaty can if you want to be the man. And let's go from the ridiculous to the sublime. The frontrunner to succeed me seems to be current Today Show co-anchor Katie Couric. When I first heard her name in the same sentence as mine, I threw up in my mouth a little bit. This person thinks real news is announcing the individual weight of each of J-Lo's butt cheeks. Plus... Her head's too small, her eyes are too close together, and she reeks of Jean Tate. When charged with the awesome task of replacing an icon, it's important to remember, you can't. You can only hope to find someone who isn't bald, Canadian, skinny, or so completely self-centered, she thinks her name should be part of the Pledge of Allegiance. For now, this is Dan Rather signing off and reminding you, a whistle is to blow, a gong is to bang, and Katie Couric has about as much to offer the world as a frog with pins in its extremities laying on a high school lab table. This is Dan Rather. This is, uh, this fax you just sent me, this just uh, shocks the hell out of me. Well, what are you going From do? the desk of the legend, Andy uh, Rothman. Oh, that fax. Yeah. About the poll. Forget the poll. Mr. Coney Island is number one. Two dogs in a knish. <laughs> no contest. 
Also, it says, I'm sitting in a bench in Delray watching the time roll away. And it was signed by uh, whoever the real person was. But then they thought better of it, and they, like, uh, mm-hmm. magic markered it out. Right. Al Marcoed it out. Yeah. We got over 1,000 on our pool and the uh, other pool. 1,002 on the uh, Red Cotex LeBastard pool. Oh, look at this. Now, did we, did we put Monero's on here? I think we did, didn't we? Did we? Yeah. Look, I can't even focus my eyes right now, so. Oh, don't tell me we left it off. Do over. Oh. Whoa. Ah. Whoa. We'll add it on there. It's not too late. This is still going to be on there throughout the rest of the day, so just relax. We talked about it yesterday. It must be my bad. I must have left it off. Out, dude. Well, this you is think? an important poll. Whoever wins gets to be reopened. That's right. Whichever restaurant wins reopens for a week. Monero Steakhouse has been a landmark along Helen Beach, Beach Boulevard since 53. It's hardwood decor offered a comfort zone and familiarity to regulars, especially the crowd from nearby Gulfstream Park. Oy! The average age 110. Death plus 15. It was the place to be if you were an area dignitary, celebrity, socialite, or jockey. Their autographed photos dating back to the early 50s decorated the walls of the restaurant and bar. Over the years, however... Younger crowds seeking trendier places took control on the steakhouse. On top of that, the new Hallandale Beach Boulevard Bridge hit most of the restaurant from view and blocked access as well, said former owner Nick Monero. Loved your joint, Nick, and the place, too. So after 51 years, the restaurant closed its doors for good on May 24th of 2004. At 11 o'clock on uh, July 13th of that year, photos of athletes, they had a, a display, in other words. I don't want to say that today because they'll be going out all past 11 o'clock. There are a lot of memories here, said Eric Fetcher, Monero's stepson who managed the restaurant. During its heyday in the 80s, people lined up to get tables. In those days, the restaurant, which seats 360, served six to 700 uh, dinners each night. Recently, the crowds dwindled, and the restaurant only served about 300 meals on weekend nights. On average weeknight, the restaurant saw only about 80 peepholes. Longtime waitress Mary Worrell, no relation to Peter, 63, started working at Monero's in 67 and fondly remembers pouring coffee and talking to celebrities. She says, those were the best years of my life. Regulars like Haldale City Commissioner Dorothy Ross said she couldn't believe it when she heard Monero's close. She drove over just to see it for herself. She said she took a picture and left. She felt very sad it was a landmark. More recently became a favorite dinner spot for Marlins manager Jack McKeon, who brought national attention to Monero's during last year's World Series. He visited Monero's last summer, told the waiter he'd like a chopped steak, which wasn't on the menu, but the chef cooked the dish and promptly ended the Jack McKeon special with its menu. A chopped steak, a hamburger. Oh, nice. There's good taste for your Marlins <laughs> manager, okay? No wonder they finally got rid of his ass. God. I don't know where I'm going to go now, McKeon said. Oh, we all do. We know where you're going. It was the kind of place where you could find other sports-minded people. Well, you can find a lot of sports-minded people right here on All Sports Radio 560 WQAM, except between 10 and 2 when we got that Yay. fag on. How do you like that, Jack? Ironically. Yeah. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, I uh, forgot one, I think, in Fort Lauderdale, the caves. The caves. Well, that was where they used to. Guys used to run around in leotards. I mean, That's in uh, shorts. Lo- loincloths. Loincloths. So, well, like I said, leotard, loincloths, same fag kind of stuff. In loincloths. That's right. The caves. Get it on there right away. The caves. Right. It was a real Yay. fag place. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty in the Verizon singular wireless line. I'll tell you another one in uh, Davy. That was a uh, a very good restaurant. Jimmy January's. I think you can spell that, can't you, Jimmy January's? Okay. I think. He could handle that, even though both of your heads are swimming around like a dreidel in heat. Oh, man. Well, too much of that sugar, man. you got to eat that stuff slow, man. you got to eat a little, little flow. Yeah, right. 
There's Ted Kennedy again. But meet Prabhu Prabhat Tule, Teddy. Alito was sworn into the Supreme Court, and a lot of people are sworn about it. Kiss your ass and your rights goodbye, baby. It's all over. The party's over. WQAM, hello. hello. How come that thing didn't, uh, it didn't happen for me? And I'll hit it again. Uh-oh. WQAM, hello. How about La Perla by the Gateway Movie Theater? Okay. La Perla. Adios, La Perla. I remember that. I don't. In Fort Lauderdale. La Perla. That was very good. I think I ate there uh, once or twice. A one or two or three. Yeah. La Perla. P-E-R-L-A. Got it? Got it. Two words. La Perla. I have to spell this out because he is so uh, you know, dim. See a clockwork orange? Dim. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. What about Schlemmy's in Hallandale? Schlemmy's was good. Yeah, yeah, they're still to... open. Yeah, Schlemmy's is still there. Just keep driving east, baby. You'll hit it. Schlemmy's. <laughs> oh. oh, the fact that people actually believe that. That, that. that was maybe the low light of my life. Go on the air and make something up totally, just totally ridiculous on the face of it. That has to be a They're chapter. giving away free meals at Slimey's. You just get on uh, A1A and just keep, uh, and then you get on. And, uh, and if you remember, no matter how many numbers you read off when you were given the address, they'd keep yeah. writing and writing. You know, yeah. their 20th Where digit. is it again? 182 475 618 East Hallandale Beach Boulevard. It's like about six miles out in the ocean. And they're on, you know, something, maybe I did a service. Maybe some of them just kept driving. WQAM, hello. Neil. Maybe they wanted to create a, a drive through at Shlomi's. Yes, sir. Do you remember the Cat's Meow on 17th Street in Fort Lauderdale? Never heard of it, no. Well, it was in the 70s. It was so dark and cold in there, you'd walk in there on a summer day and you couldn't see inside. Yeah. They had pretty good hamburgers and had girls walking around in these nice little uh, shorty outfits. Nice. It, Catch me out. Okay, got it. Thanks, pal. Thanks. Bye. Pervert. Catch me out. You got it? We got it. Yeah. Kill it. Hop in that microwave with it. Fry it. It is the ear of the dog, though. Don't forget. 5670560, pound 560 in the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. Chinese people don't eat dog. Not yeah, in North America. Yeah, they do. In China, they do. In China, yeah. Not in North America. Not How do you know? Cat. How do you know? And, of course, I have a line for that, but Joyce will get just... Foaming at the mouth. Just walk away. Right. WQAM, hello. Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, how about the branding iron up in Boca? The branding iron? I never heard of it. Uh, WQAM, hello. QAM. Neil, God. Yes, sir. How about Mike Gordon and the fish peddler? Both on there. Thank you. Uh, if we did uh, see the Boca stuff, then we'd have to also put on, like, the Rascal House in Boca, and then people would be calling in, the Rascal House isn't closed, Sonny. Yeah. Oi. You know. Josh ate at the Rascal House recently, and I, I still can't figure out why. Because it's it? open at, like, 4 o'clock in the morning. I see. I'd say one thing for South Florida, there sure aren't a, there's a dearth of restaurants that are open, like, really late. Not yeah. really. Huh? No, not really. Not really. No, like, there, are whole, there are a lot of them now? Like, no, they're not. I said there's a dearth of restaurants. Oh, I, I thought dearth meant a lot. No, a dearth means very few. I dearth. See. Yeah, well, there's Denny's and uh, IHOP. And IHOP, yeah. That's right. It. That's it. And the Rascal House. <laughs> Oi! Speaking of um, more reasons to get out of South Florida, as if hurricanes, roaches, sea lice, and insurance bills weren't bad enough, Floridians can add a new menace to their list of worries. Killer bees are here. Now, you know that bit we've got That's a stranger who says, That's walk right. into a, a crowded place and start yelling, killer bees, killer. Well, now you can do it. And it says they're going to change your life. 
well, after decades of hype and cheesy disaster movies, Africanized honeybees have established a foothold in Florida, bringing a hair-trigger temper that makes them a threat to farm workers, landscapers, meter readers, firefighters, and basically everybody who ventures outdoors. In St. Lucie County, thousands of bees nesting below ground near water meters swarmed out of one lucky utility workers late last year, though not fatally. Separate attacks killed two dogs near Miami and Sarasota, along with a horse near LaBelle west of Lake Okeechobee. Africanized bee colonies have turned up in ports throughout the state, including Fort Pierce and the Port of Palm Beach, and have been suspected at tourist attractions such as Bush Gardens and downtown Disney. Nobody knows how to stop them. Nobody knows the trouble we've seen. So Floridians will just have to adapt, just as they learned to nail plywood before hurricanes and scan lawns for fire ant mounts, not to mention, of course, the old bufo toad. That means residents should bee-proof their homes, sealing any openings that could allow the insects to turn attics and walls into killer bee condos, experts say. People should also look out before starting lawnmowers, whose noise can provoke the bees, or opening potential nesting sites such as sheds and barbecue grills. Those are already realities from Texas to California, where the bees showed up in the 90s after decades-long march from Brazil to Mexico. Probably from Rio in, that, uh, in the city of uh, God. Right. Yeah. Well, who the hell would want to hang out there? That's why they got out. Oh, brutal. 113 at 560 WQM. The audience is coming through big time for us today on that uh, Greg Kotex website. And if you voted two or three times, do it again. Oh, he wants us to freep that poll. Go right ahead. You have my permission and encouragement and enthusiastic uh, uh, direction admonition. Well, they can get their listeners to freep it, too, you know. They, they already have. 151. 851 to 151. How do you like them apples, Greg Kotex? And I just can't wait to see the ringing of teeth and gnashing. Oh, gee, that damn Rogers. He don't even do a sports. Well, so I'm not having them vote for me. I'm not on there. I'm objective. I'm like the referee. I'm like the pimp, the pivot man. I don't even drive a yellow Seville. I'm like a pimp, like Stanley Cohen at INZ. Hey, Stanley, you silly goose. Finally, a TV experience like no other. Comcast Digital Cable with On Demand is easy to use and has lots of love to love. And today you can try for what did I just say? And today you can try for only twenty nine ninety nine a month for four months. Why is TV so much better with On Demand? For starters, you can watch a wide variety of movies and shows whenever you want. It's a revolutionary new way to enjoy TV. On Demand is a library of thousands of programs ready to start when you say so, with programming including free movies, kids' shows, music videos, cooking shows, sports, home improvement shows, guitar lessons, and so much more. You'll always have something good to watch right when you want to watch it. And let's not forget about control. With On Demand, you can start, stop, pause, rewind, and fast-forward programs using your remote control. You won't get all this with satellite. With up to 250 channels plus On Demand, you can build your own TV schedule. Who could ask for more? And best of all, On Demand is free with Comcast Digital Cable. So pick your showtime, sit back, and you wonder how you ever got along without it. Call today, order Comcast Digital Cable and HBO with the power of On Demand for just $29.99 a month for four months. In Dade County, call 305-COMCAST or in Broward, 954-COMCAST. Call for details. Certain restrictions apply. Again, those numbers in Dade, 305-COMCAST and in 954-COMCAST. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Judge repeating all of the facts of, in the prosecution's charging documents and him saying over and over again, yes, Your Honor, yes, Your Honor, yes, Your Honor. He's just a lobbyist who's given lots of gifts before. He's going to be the best. They're going to walk him through that prison door. Oh! 
Didn't know that was part of the traffic jam on I-95 southbound was clear late uh, this morning, according to the FHP. Two people were injured after trying, and nobody died. I don't know what uh, Josh is making that story. Well, that's what they're saying on the radio. While I was stuck in it, thank you. On what radio? Uh, Let's say IOD. Let's make it up. On our station. What radio was saying that? On our station. Well, you're listening to our station for news. Oh my God! All I need to hear is the traffic. Two people were injured after a tractor trailer lost its drive shaft. A device that carries power from the engine to the wheels on the highway, FHP Sar- Sergeant Mark Wysocki said. Traffic was affected for about an hour and a half as the FHP worked the scene. It was cleared around 1045 this morning. Everything is just fine right now. Oh, we're fine. The truck lost its drive shaft in the southbound lane of the interstate just north of Hollywood Boulevard around 815. The driver, 32-year-old Fernandez Abasai of Miami, was not hurt. A 98 Honda Prelude, Prelude hit the drive shaft and lost control, Wysocki said. The car was then hit on the driver's side by another tractor trailer. Driver Stiliana Stianova, 23, of Hallandale, had minor injuries. Oh, that must be uh, Josh's Russian girlfriend. Stiliana. Yeah, she was Russian. That's not why she wrecked. Her passenger, 30-year-old... About 30, man. Karopoulos Stamatis of Hollywood had serious injuries. Beg your pardon. Greek. Yeah. They were taken by ambulance to Memorial Regional Hospital in Hollywood. The driver of the truck that hit the Honda, Polk City resident Timothy Fudge, 29, was not injured. I wonder if he's kin to Fudge Brown. Now, very uh, disturbing story, and that's probably why Curtis Raymond Burr ain't with the Beasley no more. There was a local station set a mark for radio revenue in 2005. Was it us? No. Sure wasn't across the street. <laughs> no. Spanish Broadcasting System said today that revenue at its WXDJ, that's El Sol, 95.7, soared by 42.7% in 2005 over the previous year to $23.3 million, making it the highest biller ever in the South Florida radio market, according to an independent analyst. Additionally, SBS stations, that Spanish Broadcasting System in New York and Los Angeles, were ranked as the top two Spanish-language billers in the USA, according to Radio Revenue market, market Monitoring Firm, uh, yada, 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 of L.A. According to Fall Arbitron Ratings, El Sol ranked as South Florida's top stations among 18 to 34, while SBS's WCMQFM Classica 92 came in as the top Spanish-language station and second-highest overall. CMQ, Classica 92. And Yamama. So there, there you go. It's another Julio. Oh, look at that. Morgantown, North Carolina. There's something on fire. There's fire burning there in Morgantown, North Carolina. Aren't you all whipped up about that? Whereabouts is it? I have no idea. Oh, You're asking it. me where it's uh, in town. Is where you mean? Where's yeah, the so fire? It's in town. It's in a building. Yeah, but where's Morgantown? It's in a joint. I have no idea. I know where Morgantown, West Virginia is. I thought maybe it was going to be like another coal miner's daughter story. You say but Morgantown. There's no double Morganton, North Carolina right. is what I just got through saying. Morganton. Right. Okay. You're giving me a song to dance about uh, they don't dearth, con, they don't about the dearth. Type. You don't know that dearth from the earth. Explosion of a chemical plant in Morganton, North Carolina. That's what that is, a chemical plant in your pant. Let's see how Greg Kotex is doing there with those ugly pictures of uh, six ugly guys. Good thing they left me off. Oh, actually, I should have been on there. Wouldn't, couldn't look any worse than these pictures of them. Your favorite South Florida radio sports personality. Let's vote this one for Mad Dog. What do you say? Huh? Because you got to like the guy that's going to be on after you from 2 to 6. 404 people on that have voted so far. Mad Dog, 174. Joe Rose, 83. 
Hank Goldberg, the Humper 78, and Dan LeBastard still bringing up the rear, 69. How do you like that? Danny Boy is bringing up the rear. But here's a category he does very well. Who is your least favorite South Florida sports hole? Danny LeBastard, off the map, 169. Humper, 94. Sid Rosenberg, 83. Goldberg and Rosenberg. And Orlando Alzaquiri, only 34, because he ain't Jewish. And now, let's see. And now comes the piece of resistance. Which of the big stations uh, do you uh, prefer for sports radio? Okay, 1,027 votes. WQAM, 872. 790, the ticket, WAXY, our good close friends across the street. Uh, Greg Kotex is home away from home. Yada, yada, 155. 872, 155. You following those numbers? Muy nope. importante, baby. Nope. Your future hinges on these numbers. So lean on it. Lay on it. Squeeze it. WQAM, hello. Neil, got a couple of for your poll I won't mention. Okay. I got uh, Cisco's. Cisco's. Cisco's is gone. And Victoria Station has gone also. Victoria Station where they had the little trains uh, running around. That's it. And they got uh, Nina Castell and Aaron Gill also. Okay. All right. What did you just say? I have no idea what he just said. <laughs> Cisco's and Victoria Station, that was a very popular joint. And they had like the little uh, railroad tracks, you know, the little uh, rail cars going around. Oh, okay. I heard about that. Yeah. No, we talked about them mm-hmm. about 400 times. WQAM, hello. Yeah, Neil, is it after the one? Good afternoon. Yeah, I, I want to, um, as far as the Miami Herald concert, right? Yeah. I wonder if you could see in Sunday's paper, the sports, the sports section, right? You, you, yeah. don't know, you don't know Jamaican Paul, do you? No, no, no. no. Good. I used to him talk to um, in the morning. Yeah, he, he, he's a chronic caller. I, I just thought maybe you knew him and maybe you could, like, break his legs or something. Uh, no, in, in the sports section, right? In the, the game Saturday, senior bowl. They have it that UM, the guy from UM was the MVP and yeah. his team won. Uh-huh. But the last time I checked, they, they, they lost. And, and like that, that was the headline, uh, the front page. paper is this? Is this in the Herald? Yeah, the Herald. Well, then you know they lie like crazy. I mean, why would you believe anything the Herald would say, you know? But, but, I, I can't believe that for a If they say it's going to be a sunny day, grab your umbrella. <laughs> I know, man. Love talk blues. Okay, thanks for the uh, bullet. Uh, <laughs> oh, getting some inside information from over there. I thought it was only uh, Jimmy Syphilis. 5670560, oh, pound 560 in the Verizon singular wireless line. Now maybe we know why so many people gravitate to uh, that one. Like the booster with the orange hair. Well, I'll tell you, I, I just, I don't get him at all. I can't, you know, he turned on that, you know, first I argued with Josh about turning down the job, um, with the Marlins, and I was wrong. Josh was right. The ESPN gig was a better deal. Then he turns down the job as the play-by-play radio voice of his own beloved New York Mets. And I said to myself, this is, a, this is something greater than just love between him and LeBastard. Because why, why would anybody, a young guy like him, turn down the job as the primary broadcaster, radio voice of the Mets? I mean, I told you what he said, right? What did he say? He said he basically liked what he was doing, and he wasn't—he didn't really feel like doing the 162 games, you know, all year traveling again like that. He likes what he's doing now. You know what? There's a four-letter word that sums, that sums up what you just told me. What's that? L-A-Z-Y. Hey, man. He's got a good thing going. Okay, I guess. 
guess maybe he and Danny Boy got some little. Maybe you ought to watch. Maybe send me that Bareback Mountain uh, Express mail tonight. <laughs> QAM, hello. Hello, uh, Cornelio. Yes, sir. How's it going? Excellent. I just wanted to see if there could be like a poll for tomorrow on see how many lies we're going to hear tonight on the mistake of the nation. Yeah, okay. I, I would say in the first minute. I'm not watching it. I don't want to know about it. Uh, and I think Gore Vidal had his thumb right on it as usual. And enough said, you know. I don't want to take what's been a glorious day, especially right from the beginning, hearing about the departure of our sales mangler, such as he was. Just a, a frumpy, dumpy, kind of like uh, scared of his own. He, he just uh, couldn't cut it, man. Couldn't cut it. And, of course, you know when Joe Bell became a GM that uh, he was going to bring in his own people. Just like Greg surrounded himself with uh, his own people. And what a group it was, too, you know? Josh Friedman. Yeah. Think about these people. I've, Maddie Bell. Gary Sarner. The Water Nazi. Screw in. Huh? What? Like I said yesterday, if you're going to send out somebody, fat boy they hired, we begged them, please, screw in, don't do it. And, of course, see, people think whatever Neil says, that's that's what happens. you got to totally backward. Whatever I say, they do the opposite Pretty because good. I'm dumb. I'm like Fredo. I'm dumb and they're smart. They know it all. Oh, don't don't put Stern on because you're going to wind up losing that license or damn near, you know, uh, so they go ahead and put it on the air. How long did that really last? When he, he went on, I think it was like about the 10th of August on this station of 2004. And by the end of December, that show was gone, okay? And we were uh, in hot water again. Nice going, Greg. And can you tell me Greg is running around there in his underwear, uh, handing out uh, diaries or whatever, handing out uh, arbitrage books? Gym shorts and flip-flops. Oh, my God. Flip-flop. There you go. Especially, in his case, underline the flop part. This is Neil Rogers. Nice going, Greg. Your this is 560 QAM. One step closer to being a dad. Maddox and Baby Zahara now have his name. But is it the first step to Mr. and Mrs. Smith becoming Mr. and Mrs. Pitt? How long will it take till we get a break? Give me a break. From the coverage of Brad and the mother-to-be. There are two new kids in Hollywood even before Brad and Angie have their baby. No other story. Getting real boring. I'm just bored today. I've heard enough of this pair. How about you? Angelina's kids, Maddox and Zahara's legal names are now officially Jody Pitt. I say that Hollywood is Brangelinaville. A Los Angeles judge today granted the name change. Woohoo! It's a Brad and Angelina Atowell. But are Mr. and Mrs. Smith already living happily ever after? Day after day, their faces But we've got more for Angelina Dish. Brad's one-time bachelor padded Malibu is piled high with toys. That's really You're using the comments there on Greg Kotex's website again today, including the very last one that says, All for me. Doi, doi, doi. It says, doi, 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 doi. There you go. All for Mo. Well, the Mo, the merrier. Five, six, seven, or let's see, last count, 1,041 votes. Which station do you prefer for sports? 881 QAM, 160 for the uh, imitators across the street. Daddy and his money. Very sad. WQAM, hello. QAM. Yes, I got one for your poll. Yes, sir. Catfish Dewey? 
Catfish Dewey's? Yeah. What was that? That was, it's, uh, it's been in South Florida for 40 years. But where was it? It was on University, and it was also one out by the beach in, like, Oakland Park. But no mo. No mo. Okay, thanks, Pally. Catfish Dewey's, you got it? Yeah, I ate this. You ate there? Al and? Goldstein used to take people there. Al Goldstein used to take you there, and uh, what else? And we would eat. Oh, man. I just want to warn you about one thing. Yeah. Remember who used to hang out and go to those Al Goldstein uh, banquets on Sunday or whatever you used to call them at his place in Pompano Beach? Fat Rich. There you go. You see Fat Rich anymore? No. Uh-huh. I know. Just a word to the wise for all you uh, crazy guys. Here's one. It says, for the pool, if by best you're referring to fine dining. Well, let's see. The pool question says... What was the best South Florida restaurant to close in the past 20 years? Well, that's, of course, very subjective, you know. I mean, some people out there think like the one guy thought Wayne Arnold's was the best restaurant. We love Wayne and we love those little sliders, but, I mean, come on, man. It said, if uh, you're referring to fine dining, my vote would be a Burton Jack's, but if you're talking about the best bang for your buck, which we're not, then hands down it would have to be Scally's in Fort Lauderdale, where two people can eat themselves sickly with a nice buzz and still get change back from a 20. God, I miss that place. And by the way, where in the hell do they sell Nestle's turtle ice cream? It sounds wonderful. I can't find it. Good. I'm glad you can't find it. Okay, it's addicting. You don't want to start. Don't start. Go to the melting pot and eat some of that fondue and swoon with your uh, blood sugar going up to 10,000. It's great stuff. Right? Right. Oh, God. Man. You kidding? Well, when you start telling me about out. all the different... Well, they have, they have taken a very basic, simple thing, which was fine in the first place, and they've uh, obviously expanded it into a thousand different varieties of really fantastic, delicious, gooey, uh, sweet. Oh, I didn't even know man. you could do that roll of marshmallow in, like, gr- crushed up Oreos. Graham cracker crust, uh, cr- scrunched oh. up. Why not? And then you dip that And then in you chocolate. dip it in that fondue into oh. that dark chocolate. <laughs> oh, my God. It's almost, it's almost like that thing from Fatso. I'm, I'm almost inspired to play that whole, uh, that whole damn thing. Or at least a part of it. I love option, Coco. Little pie with chocolate chip ice cream. I'll take with chocolate chip ice cream is good. Ring ding. And chocolate chip ice cream. Wait. Chocolate swirl ice cream, even better. That's nothing. Did you ever suck the jelly out of the jelly down that hole and then fill it with chocolate swirl ice cream? I like to stuff a jelly donut with Reese's peanut butter cup, then put it in a warm oven and let the chocolate and everything melt into the dough. Mm. How about peanut butter and jelly on a chocolate-covered graham cracker? Mm-hmm. With thin layers of banana on top. Mm. Mm. Could I have a little lemon in my water, please? Mm. I make chocolate chip cookies with m and instead of chocolate chip. They don't melt in your hands. Yeah. Tonya, can I have a little more lemon in my hot water, please? Still up a lot of lemon? Uh, no, I'd like a little fresh orange you squeezed in mine if you got it. No, sorry. No. Okay, then, Lyman. The Crohn's, they got chocolate-covered orange wedges. The juice just dribbles down your chin. (laughs) (laughs) Junior, could I have just a drop of honey in this, please? (laughs) Oh, man. Sunny Lapalata, man. Heat him in. Yeah. 136 at uh, 560 WPM, where we're just absolutely killing the competition, man. We're burying them. It's like a gigantic, an enormous freight train just running over a gnat. You know what I mean? Like brushing a little gnat off your Rectum. ass. WQAM, hello. Not there on 7. That's bad. Mark that one down. WQAM, hello. 
Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. You got Nicola's on there? Oh, my God, in Pembroke Pines. Oh, man, Tash Street? Oh, the best pizza. You know how many times I ate in there? I ate probably a thousand times. That was great. Yeah, and it's still in your perfect there, huh? And it's, I still got a little bit of it, yeah. All right. Thanks, Pally. Nicola's, N-I-C-O-L-A apostrophe S, Nicola's. That was on Taft Street by um, uh, y your mama, by Douglas, I guess. Okay. A little strip shopping center. I know right where it is, but oh, yeah. I don't remember that. Bill Calder and I used to eat there all the time. Nicola's. And then uh, his uh, one of the members of the family also had a place called something, which I can't think of what his name was. Nick's. Nick's. Which I don't know where that was, so don't put it on there because I can't think of where it was or what it's all about. Did, did we put Jimmy January's on there? I don't think so. I don't think we put half of the yeah, ones Yeah, we there. did. Okay. I mean, just relax, okay? Don't get all bent out of shape now. He is so emotional, man. I feel sorry for that Russian girlfriend of yours. He's working on a headache. Well, I can't imagine why. Oh, her bets is no mole. Good. Good. Serve you right, Herbie. What's wrong with my commercials, Neil? They're only 58 and a half seconds with a stopwatch. It's one thing to be Jewish. It's another thing to be just a little bit too Jew Jewish, Hoiby. Herbets, H-E-R-B-E-T-S. All the cops used to eat there, so what does that tell you? It, it was kind of like a, uh, I don't know, like a diner place. It was all right. Food was okay. But dining and dancing? Dining and dancing. Joey Carr was there with his brother Steve Goldschwartz, whatever his name was. Steve Cohen. And his uh, sister, Marty Cohen. Let's see. we got got 1,049 vote. And we've added on such prestigious places. Mancini still don't have any. Smokehouse Barbecue don't have any. Monero's don't have any. Come on, man. Jimmy January's don't have any. It's because we got no Yay. listeners. Uh, La Perla don't have any. Victoria Station don't have any. Cisco's none. Remember the Cisco kid? Mm-hmm. And Pancho. I wonder if he was kin to a uh, poopy uh, campo. Catfish Dewey's don't have none. Well, he's just one on there. Super Exchange only one. Jimmy January's got to vote. All right. Whoever voted for it. You fairy. It was good, though. It was very good. Cat's Meow got one. Monk's Inn finally got a pair. Monk's Inn, another place with that fantastic French onion soup. Oh, man. That is so good. You know, the real... I'm talking about the authentic kind. Not not, not the goyish way they make it, like with little... Spritz a little cheese in there and pretend that they no. don't know how to make... Oh, no. I'm oh, talking about with the thick brownie, layer of yeah. all different kinds of cheeses. cheeses. Yeah. Now, do you say cheese or cheeses? I say cheeses Christ. I say holy Jesus. That's really good. Holy Jesus, and how about that, don't forget the uh, cheese. Right. Can't play that no more. Why not? Are you out of your mind? None of the words are on there. Get out of here. Think about it. It says do them. Yeah, do this. You do them. Not that. How about the Dan LeBastard? You do them. No, thank you. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. They're taking a whopping over there, and I can only just begin to imagine. Whoa, what was us that day? And you know, see, the interesting part of it is, since I don't do a sports show, and I'm the only one. In other words, this audience can, is as objective as anybody. See what I'm saying? Right. Because we're asking not what they think about me as versus this one. No, I'm not involved in this. It's here's a bunch of names, and uh, and obviously that's the reason that there are more people who listen to QAM in, in that category than your favorite or least favorite, because a lot of our people don't listen to any of them. I don't know that came as a shock to Clarence. Oh, how is that possible? I mean, everybody is into sports. Who wants to listen to that crap between 10 and 2? That's what Clarence would tell you, because he's a sports nerd. He's a, he's a baby with a jock strap. He was born with a jock strap on. That's why he was always coming in the studio, like, his, uh, re re trying to rearrange his goods. Remember that? No. I'm trying to forget it. How about that hotline? What about it? Oh. It's ringing. QAM, rolling line. Oh, that must have been rolling announcing another one of his, uh, huh? Now, that's no, a shame. Never what the hell would that have been? 
Either how roll you didn't take it right up instead of give me that? How, how long was that ringing? You you were you know going on a rant. I was waiting for you to finish. Well, yeah, but you could have picked it up. I could have, but that kind of screws Found up the phone, screws up the phone system. Remember? Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Well, knocks it all out of whack. Yeah, but what's more important, finding out who that was or screwing up the phone system? Whoever just called on the bat line, call back because we're really all on the edge of our seat. Maybe it was uh, Curtis uh, Raymond Burr. Beep. Maybe it was uh, Norma Kant. Maybe it was, uh, oh, maybe it was one of those people that used to work for us that's over there like Josh Friedman or somebody over there on the other side. Maybe it was a fat boy, you know. Like, remember what I said yesterday? I want to repeat this every day. Two things. Thank you, Mr. President, for those low gas prices. And number two, regardless of anything else at QAM, keep this in mind. As yeah. long as they're around, the game players will still play games, the liars will still lie, and the shiftless misfits will still be shiftless misfits. Careful how you say it. This is Neil Rogers. Absolutely. This is 560 QAM. Neil? God? Absolutely. We got the bowl coming up at 2 o'clock. Mad Dog 4 to 7. We got uh, Curtis Stevenson 7 to 8.30. Then Hurricane Warm Up 8.30 to 9. That'll be a big audience. 9 o'clock, it's the Hurricanes and Wake Forest. In fact, Wake, I think, is the operative term. Followed by the Eddie K Show. I'll be How going does to Eddie do it? Huh? I'll be going to that one. You'll be going to what? I'll be going to the Hurricanes game. Hurricane game? Yeah. Well, I'm not exciting. Not. Let's see. 1,055. I'm trying to get all these numbers one last time. Of course, it's going to be going on all week long. So don't, like, sit on your laurels, okay? On the uh, Greg Kotex Miami Herald blog. What are we really making a move now? Not. What do we got? Favorite uh, sports host. Uh, we got uh, Mad Dog, 189. 
Uh, Joe Rose, 88. The Humper, 84, right on Joe's butt. And Dan Labastard, again, pulling up the rear, 73. Least favorite, Dan Labastard crushing the competition, 181. Humper, 105. Sid the Kid, 90. He sucks. And the Big O's only got 35 because he's rock solid. And then, which do you prefer? Which of the big two stations do you prefer for sports radio? WQM or 790 The Ticket. Greg Kotex loves it. He's on there and he's singing and laughing and puking and it sucks. Uh, 891 for QM and 164 for them, for the bad guys. 84% for us, 16% for them. Pretty close, huh? Tight. Yeah, pretty tight, just like the ratings usually are, too. Just uh, forget about that December, okay? If you got any brains over there, don't get yourself all worked up into a lather because it ain't going to happen no more. Let's see. Here's from Art says, how about these restaurants? And how could I have forgotten the spiced apple? How could you? Because he used to be Alan Burke's sponsor, and then he uh, had the nerve to go and die. By the way, I put that line 12 on hold. Did anybody find out what it was? There was a no answer, no voice, no nothing talking on the other side. Oh, it was probably Fat Boy. Spiced apple, get that on there. The Red Coach Grill. The flame. Flaming. The Kapok tree. Remember the Kapok tree? No. I heard so much about that place, I never ate there. It was out like in Davie, way out there, way out west. The Kapok tree. And then also, Art's got on his list, he was doing fine until he got to Dan Dowd's. Do not put that on there. Because the question is not, what is the worst, but what is the best? Dan Dowd's was, oh, from hunger. Even that cow moved out from out front. Remember? Nope. Yeah, the one that's in front of University Dodge. Oh, your buddy cow. Bo Camper's got the big cow, the big ceramic cow, the moo cow. I thought that was the black Angus cow. No, that's the black anus that's in front of that place. What kind of a name is that anyway? One thing I remember about the black anus is that Oh, and I'll tell you another place that I loved. Every time we do this, I mean, it comes back to the same kind of joints. But you know something? I was thinking about the cheese on the uh, burgers, on the uh, steak. They actually made made a steak of the black anus, like with cheese melted on it. Hmm. Mm. Sounds good. Too bad the meat wasn't any good. Oh. But um, Daltz. Right. Now, and we've discussed them a million yes, times before. I love Daltz. Daltz mm-hmm. was primo. It was, a, it was a small chain, but we'll make an exception for that. It was a small chain. Daltz, D-A-L-T, apostrophe S, got it? We got it. Now, I don't think Daltz has been going all that long, has it? I have there used no to, idea. There used to be a Daltz up there on uh, Sunrise. Or is that Federal Highway? You know where Sunrise turns around, uh, yep. meets Federal Highway? Snakes and there used to be one up there, uh, on, like right by Houston's, which is still there, thank God. Did you ever eat at Houston's, or did you just talk about it? No, once. You didn't like it? No, it was great. What are you talking about? Oh, Houston's is great. But, I mean, I can't swing that. No, that's right. Well, you know something? Now that you got all the freebies lined up at the melting pot, the guys are going to take care of you. Good. Excellent. That's good. See? Yeah. And you know awesome who we can enough. thank for that? Nice going, Duff, the Duffmeister. All this stuff that's fallen through the cracks all these years because we've had sales managers from hell back there. But now we've got the Duffmeister on the case who's, you know, he's going to work hard out there because he's scrambling to make a living because they're trying to shove his uh, ass out the door, you know. I just went to Houston's because that was a, a gift certificate Josh Darrow gave me for Christmas. Clarence gave you a gift for Christmas? I gave, me, gave me one, too. What did he give you? A kiss? A gift certificate to uh, Best Buy. A- and a kiss. Wow. On the list. He said, he said kiss this? With tongue. Well, Joe Bell's from Kiss. Right. No, seriously, he gave you, and you went to Houston's, and? It's fine. I, 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 like, I, I, ordered, I ordered a ribeye. I've had way better in other places. Much I think it's a little overrated. Houston's is not a place where you get a steak, okay? You are such a putz, man. What, you, what, need, you need such help. What, what you was I supposed to order? Help. 
It's it's not a you don't order a steak like you going like to Denny's and ordering a, a sirloin steak. It, it's I just asked you what was I supposed to order? They have phenomenal uh, like soups and salads and, and burgers soups and, and salads. Burgers. And you wanted me to order a soup and a salad? No, that for starter. Then what? They got all kinds of like burgers and boogers and stuff. You you ate there? What did you get? I had steak. Yeah, what are you talking you about? You don't get steak at Houston's. Get we're, out we're of here. We're talking about different places, I think. Yeah, I think no, we're not. No, we're confused. not. Right. No, we're not. You don't order a soup and a salad. I thought Houston was a steakhouse. Yeah, I thought that was uh, Houston's is a steakhouse. That's what I thought. As far as I know, in my life, I ate at Houston's probably twenty times. I never had a steak at Houston's. It's just not the kind of place I would order a steak. Okay. You 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 guys need some uh, culinary uh, direction. Sure. Give us a tour. Okay. Well, maybe Clarence will give you some more uh, freebies. Maybe. The governments of the U.S. and Iran, part of President Bush's axis of evil and current nuclear um, uh, enemy, demonstrated rare unity of cause this past week when Washington backed a Tehran initiative to deny U.N. access to advocates of sexual minorities' rights. Critics of the move denounced it as a show of bigotry. This vote is an aggressive assault by the U.S. government on the rights of sexual minorities to be heard, said Scott Long, director of the Human Rights Watch program for lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender peoples. It's astonishing the Bush administration would align itself with Sudan, China, Iran, and Zimbabwe in a coalition of the homophobic, Long said. Rights advocates said the Bush administration's international posture matched its increasingly strident and discriminatory bent at home. Sounds like Hitler to me. Religiously and socially extremist elements of the U.S. population and among Bush supporters, to whom many pundits attributed his 2004 re-election fix, have been increasingly loud and militant over the past year, according to human rights activists. Whip up the hate mongers, man. It's that compassionate hate. Isn't that what it is? That compassionate conservative hate. This is Neil Rogers. A soap opera like nothing you've seen before. Excuse me, esteemed father. What is it, my child? I have something I must tell you. What is it, my daughter? Oh, father, I am afraid to tell you. Afraid to tell me, your own father? I fear I will bring shame upon our family. Nonsense. I am your father. I love you very much. You must tell me what is wrong. You promise you will still love me? Of course, my sweet child. A father's love is not erased by a simple misdeed. Very well. I am... I am pregnant. (laughs) Oh, I see. Do do you still love me, father? Of course I do. But since you're pregnant and not married... Yes, father? I'm afraid I must drag you down to the town square and, with the help of my friends and neighbors, stone you to death. (laughs) My daughter, it is written that this is the punishment for what you have done. Could you check again, father? (laughs) That I should only be grounded. No, grounding does not work. I must have you stoned. It's the first soap opera that focuses on a fundamentalist Middle Eastern family. May I speak with you, my esteemed husband? What is it, my wife? Oh, I have something to tell you. I am listening. I am having an affair. Oh, Where are you going? Oh, out to the backyard to collect some stones. Oh, do you mean... Yes, I must drag you to the town square where you will, of course, be stoned to death. You'll be mesmerized. You follow the lives of the Ahmed family and how they deal with the many problems that plague them. 
Do may I speak with you, my esteemed father? Yes, my son. <laughs> father, last night I used illegal drugs. Well, what do you know? You are one lucky boy. Oh, why is that, father? You are going to get stoned two nights in a row. <laughs> you won't want to miss the guiding Shiite. The guiding Shiite is shot on location in Baghdad, Iraq. <laughs> bye, bye, bye!